0: The time extra lit, extra lit, extra lit, big Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit, big
1: Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit, big Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's up, man? It's the man with the plan. I ain't Clark Kimber. Some of the ladies do call me Superman. It's your boy Big Cali. And we here once again on another one, Big Cali world, feeling good, feeling great. We got Cass One on the ones and twos. Big C, what up? Hey, what up Cass, how you doing, player? Chilling, 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 chillin', man. All right, man, well, I'm excited. We got a new one here. Let me get this doobie right. Hope you see this on camera. This is how important this is to me. I'm gonna like this for anything. All right, we here with a special guest. We out here. My nigga. Your friend, probably your favorite artist, favorite photographer, <laughs> your favorite director's favorite director. That's some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, this is my man Mars so, coming out up? of the IE,
2: man. What up? What up? What up? By way
1: of LA, by way of Australia, Europe, wherever Everywhere, the job man. is.
2: <laughs> Everywhere, bro. It's the Everywhere. most traveling motherfucker <laughs> I know, man. Bro, blessed, blessed, pretty much, man. You know what I mean? But we, we out here. How Appreciate you been, you, brother? Man. Good, man. Just busy. Busy. Active. Everywhere, <laughs> man. I appreciate you having me, man. It's hey, long. Nah, it's been long coming.
1: It is, man. I- I've been seeing you since back in the days at the Vibe in Riverside. Yeah, yeah. Even
2: before, probably before then. Yeah, I mean, around the way. You I've always been, were
1: the nigga that got the camera, that did the Always, footage. bro. You always had the performances and... Flip them quick like if we performed that night yep. you had our video the next yep. day ready yep. with yep. the with the uh, flight life um flight the life water yep. exactly i yeah, remember man. all that shit bro, bro i always
2: tell people still even now i said i don't even feel comfortable if i go somewhere without a camera i mean it's it's my identity bro like it, real that's, shit that's just who i am
1: is that what what would you say is that where did that come from
2: uh i would say truthfully my grandfather he was a photographer no was, shit. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people may or may not know, but yeah, my grandfather was a photographer for forty-something years.
1: No shit. And yeah. it, like, what? How far did he take? Or how did he get started? Man,
2: he right? he he grew up in uh in the Bronx, New York.
1: Okay, shout out and, VX. Uh, yep, I see. Yep. <laughs>
2: Which, by the way, is how I became a Yankees fan. For everybody that's always curious about oh, why I'm shit. tweeting about the Yankees, oh, yeah, so that's, oh, that's just straight up. That's just how it was passed <laughs> down. I can't, I can't help that. I, I, cannot help that. I feel you, man. But so yeah, Gramps, he was in uh, the B, the BX, and then he went to the military, and he, that was always his passion. I mean, he was in the he was in the the, the old photo labs. You know what I mean? Did he and teach you how to actually, like, uh, none, develop You know what's that? crazy is that he actually passed away before I ever even, like, he ever, before he ever even really saw me pick up a camera and really take it serious.
1: Wow. Yeah. So he didn't even know, he just put that seed inside of you as a kid. Yeah, I was
2: always, know. I was always seeing him at family events, yeah. at dinners, you know, taking pictures, getting the <laughs> angles, doing everything, being extra, my grandma being, you know, <laughs> so she'd be up there trying to cook, you know, he'd be in the kitchen taking pictures with the old camera, you know what I mean, so...
1: Do you have any of his old
2: photos? Yeah, yeah, we've got old, you know, photo albums of his work. He was in the military, so he was taking pictures of the war. Was he taking stuff.
1: pictures while out? Ne- what wars was he in? Even my asking, do you know? He
2: he he flew. He was over in the in the Philippines, so right. He, so I wouldn't say he fought. He wasn't really active in like the major like Vietnam's, but he like was that. active. In he the was military. active in like in hot zones across overseas and in planes taking pictures. He was in the Air Force.
1: That's fucking
2: deep. Yeah, yeah. So in the
1: Air Force, he was just taking photos, went back, came home, and then start doing it even back home. Basically.
2: And so he was back and forth between L.A. He would be going out, you know, he'd be traveling. My family yeah. was living out in L.A. And then in the 70s, he wanted to kind of get out of, it was kind of hectic. He wanted to get out of the city, get his family up the high desert in Victorville. It was a new establishment. Growing so you know, y'all ended up And in that's Victorville. how home base ended up being up in Victorville. Since the 70s
1: Where did he come from Originally I'm sorry The Bronx The Bronx And then and then from the Bronx After the Air Force came And went to Victorville Yeah he
2: was all over You know, That's my, crazy He yeah, just yeah. found he,
1: Victorville Out of all the places Out of, of, of all the
2: places You know what I mean It was just one of those New promising development cities That was gonna married. be You know what I mean And that's just how it was Back then What year was it This had to have been Like 75 74
1: Damn So yeah. y'all been in Victorville Yeah so
2: that's been Like home base like, <laughs> like, That's been my My, like my grandma She's been on rock You know what I mean And that's just been that's been the crib I mean that's been the house That Real we was talk. all Anytime you needed to Have a fallback Or a setback We could always get back To the crib I,
1: I used to work in Victorville Off of uh what was it Bear
2: Valley Road Yeah yeah That's the main street Yeah, The, the one Valley main road. street <laughs> That everyone knows about Yeah, It was down that Long yep. ass road
1: At every restaurant that, I, I used Right to call there it, I used to call it A fat niggas wet dream Oh bro it's right it there You can see it girl. right
2: there The mall's right there You see it You can't miss it it's,
1: yep. Nah but Victorville Was cool though Like mm-hmm. I can't the houses are hella cheap and low out there. Yo, I gotta low. say, man,
2: I gotta shout out to the High Desert though, man, because it's a, it's one of those places that a lot of people forget about and get shit on. But it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a developing community, man, like and, that people sleep on. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's up there, and I, I get it. It's out the way. But everybody passes it on the way to Victorville. I mean, uh, to Vegas. Yeah, exactly. You're going past it. and uh, It's
1: one of the best resting places,
2: too. Absolutely. If, if, you need, if you're on if your you, way If you back, got somebody, like a homie or something that's up the way, you need oh a pit stop on God. the way and you don't want to beat that traffic, bro, pull up. It's right there.
1: Exactly. And hella niggas from the city like L.A. moved to Victorville. Everybody moves to Victorville. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so affordable. I get it. Exactly. Now, the question I have for you is, Well, people don't know about that is outside of California. Victorville is about... It's up a long ass hill. Yep. Up the 15. So that commute alone is crazy. Yeah. It's about an hour and a half to LA. But yet, you're always working in Los Angeles. Yep. You're always working in different cities all around with different celebrities, different events, Mm -hmm. sporting events, music events. Yep. But you live in Victorville.
2: Technically, yeah. That's where I lay my head. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I got a shout out to my boy, Pete Butter. So what we did for years, because I haven't always just been up there. I was living in Hollywood, going to school. Right. I okay. Living, I am about to say, how yeah, is that yeah, yeah. possible? We were, that yeah, exactly. That. So it, it hasn't always been back and forth commute for nine, ten years. You right. Know what I mean, what happened was my boy, Pete Butter. he's had family. That's my best friend since high school. Right. He had him and his family. They had a spot in Lakewood down by uh, Long okay. Beach.
1: Yeah. I know about Lakewood. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So. That would. So that was like home base number two. His family was like my family and whenever i needed to make city moves we'd be posted at the spot right and we'd have the crib and it, and we made it work you know what i mean i think
1: everybody from the inland empire has like that adopted family
2: yep. or friend absolutely that's in la absolutely that we
1: all like squat at absolutely, chill out because that's where the gigs that's, are that's
2: that's part of the moves that's just that's part of what you got to do yeah. you know what i mean especially as an artist an entrepreneur somebody who's just got to get by and do what you got to do you know what I mean? that's been through all that you mean part of that journey yeah I just did what I had to do, man. Because I always had that vision beyond what the circumstances were. Right. And I also have to shout out Bakersfield. Because
1: Bakersfield.
2: Bakersfield. Okay. Because that's you where. You better
1: break this down quick. It's right. like four niggas like, what the fuck? Bakersfield. Right, so let me tell
2: you. So my dad. My dad is, is from Bakersfield. Mm. Parents were split up. I was always back and forth. So I went to high school in Bakersfield. Like
1: Got you. Ten
2: years. My first ten years was in Palmdale. My <coughs> The next ten years, I was in Bakersfield. Damn. After that, I've been in LA, i.e., Victorville, all over, just how doing old are you? I'm 29, about to be 30 next month.
1: So, in the t- it's been separated almost in threes, basically. The yes. first ten, Palmdale. Yep. Last three you said was Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. I mean, la- I mean, Middleton was Bakersfield. Now yes. this last three's been LA, i.e.,
2: Hollywood, Air- Hollywood, Panorama City, Lakewood. So,
1: so, all right, let's break this down now. I want to start with the first ten, man, okay. in Palmdale okay were you were you into photography then
2: no i was just a kid like i was just i mean i was always like you know into the 90s you know, i was growing up, growing up in the 90s i was into video games i was into. i still like dbz like yeah the whole 90s, the whole 90s shit. I mean, that's, you know, I was a kid. We was going outside. We was getting scars. We was, <laughs> we, you know what I mean? Real kid shit that they, they don't do no more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, I never see kids playing it, right That's
2: now. not even a thing no more, bro. They're, When's they're, the
1: last time you see, you had a drive and you heard niggas like, car!
2: That doesn't exist anymore, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they, <laughs> they, like, they, they, you don't ever hear
1: they, that they anymore. On, they
2: on streaming and I mean, they on YouTube. That's just the new world, the new digital age. You know what I mean?
1: And I see more kids with fucking tablets and phones. It's
2: crazy, bro. Just like. Black just like, Mirror, for real.
1: Yeah, real talk. But. All right, so when did you pick up the camera?
2: I would say 2008 was when I t- decided to take it serious. So this the second so, 10. So the sec- in the second 10, I did the last part of, like, elementary, middle school, high school. I was up in Bakersfield. That's where I built my core base of friends. You know, Pea Butter, Teaspoon, my boys who I'm really, right. that I'm with always, that I'm posting about, talking about my main flight life, niggas. Right, right. So and that's where we used to like I said we did high school we and right after high school we did you know we did the local college thing we was partying just building our whole our just just living you know what I mean right but niggas were always creative you know what yeah. I mean I always was growing up always into movies video games that whole I, shit
1: and I see it in your art now yeah. All yeah. your shit, a has a... I was going to get to that. We'll get to that even a little bit later, but all your art always has like that 90s feel. Yeah, man. Hype Williams. Yeah, The it, colors, the vibrant all shots, that. everything. All that, bro. All and that. you and your core friends, Pea Butter and... Um, Teaspoon. Teaspoon. Yep. Y'all started off watching those videos, getting into it, or... Yeah, I mean... What was it? it really,
2: like I said, I was always kind of like... I, I've I've never and even now I don't see myself as a quote unquote cool guy like I'm a I'm a big nerd I'm a nerd bro like I, <laughs> I don't know like, about that my nigga bro, if niggas look
1: at your Instagram you got bro, some cool ass shit bro
2: I, I don't am know. a nerd I've always been <laughs> like I played sports with the homies and shit but I was always just the quiet like just low, low key always been into my art shit my comic shit Marvels right. all that shit but right. but <laughs> it's funny the job that I used to have back in the day I used to work at a couple of skate shops I used to work at Vans. A local shop Damn, up, okay. at mainland, uh, up in up in mainland, up in a store called mainland. But the job that's always been my all-time favorite job was Blockbuster Video.
1: Wow! So you started off working at Blockbuster.
2: I used to work at Blockbuster Video. Hey, yo, shout
1: out Blockbuster! Shout
2: out to them, man.
1: You do you remember? I don't know if you 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 have to remember because you worked there. But it was like the feeling of like a Friday night, bro.
2: There was just nothing school. like that. Hey, you
1: knew your mom was gonna take you to Blockbuster or like Hollywood Video, you get a video game or hey, something. Y- don't let you get a video game with the movie combo,
2: bro. All
1: right, Bruh. say if you had a friend that spent a night and then y'all get Bruh. like two movies,
2: bro. There was nothing like it. Was
1: it. like that would never be experienced. again. It would
2: never be experienced again, bro. And, and see, I was working up, to, I was hooking up the homies, you know, like oh, you're the wiping one off I fees. <laughs> People would go up there with their with you know with their movies. I wouldn't charge them for the candy that they would come up with. You know, I was a young nigga, I was wilding, you know what I mean? Hooking right. up <laughs> hooking up cute girls with, yeah. with you know wiping off fees. I As mean, you
1: should. We were so kids, how old man. were you working at Blockbuster? I was
2: 18,
1: 19. All right, so what was the craziest fee you ever seen?
2: Oh man, I mean, I've seen people. I mean, well, people go like they get you go into debt, like like credit, like credit, like the credit people will come after you, bro. Like there are people that get charges, like thousand dollar charges, and it'll go to collections. The rack, bro. They'll, they'll it'll go to collections, and then they'll be chasing you. It's crazy. Some people get running up like that.
1: So when you were at there watching, and I mean, I'm sure you're at Blockbuster to bring it back. Mm-hmm. You're watching and you're seeing all these films. Mm-hmm. You're around this yeah. at all times. You are the connect.
2: Yeah, listen, growing up, my favorite thing to do, and it's still even now, is to go to the movie theater. I mean, that's how, like, me and my mom, we were real tight. She used to run errands, and she would let me go, me and a buddy or something, drop us off. You know, we 11, 12. She'd drop us off at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. We'd go catch a flick. Yeah. And then come after she done running errands to come pick us up. You know, I mean, that's what I just did. You know what I mean? As a kid, even so if you
1: were just at the movie theaters, chilling,
2: chilling, man. I mean, that was what. So I was, how old were you? I'd be 11, 12 at the movie theater to that watch the movies. So bro. Tight. Like tight. That's that was what I did growing up. I remember the first I probably remember the what first. What was
1: the first one that you were like, you remember your by yourself at the movie? And you just went in like it was like I myself,
2: man, I don't even remember. I, I remember the first movie I did go see. I what remember was it? it it was a goofy movie in the nineties. I was it was with a with Campbell that played Caroline. And, and it was a it was a it was a field it was a field trip at school and like we just some kids we went. That yep. was like my first memory. That, that was that I have of that. Hey, no cap.
1: My first movie that I remember as a kid, that I can remember remember was going as a field trip to with kinder care. Oh, I went to
2: kindercare. Wow. I was a kindercare kid. You're a kindercare kid? I am.
1: Shout out that high-ass fee our parents bro, paid. Bro. You ever find out how much your, it really your cost Your parents had, had
2: a pretty good job, right? My mom, yeah, my
1: mom was a nurse. <laughs> she already knew what it was. Okay, true. Trust me. But <laughs> here's the thing, it's funny. I probably played against you in them little sports. You remember they used to put care together? Probably, bro. And put probably. us together probably. on a little like shit. Oh,
2: That's crazy, bro. That's deep. That is that's deep. funny
1: as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, what I was saying is basically, um, with the field trip though, with kindercare, they took us to go see Little Rascals. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I remember we all got a popcorn, uh-huh. the little kid pack that came with the uh, the candy. Yeah, yeah. With the soda. Bro. And I, and it had Little Rascals around it. And I thought I was the coolest nigga. And I sat by the girl that I had a crush on. Bro. See, I was a little horny ass little nigga then. It was a rap. It was bad.
2: Bro, rare flat player, yeah, bro. Yeah, rare flat player. I've been like bro. this. Bro.
1: <laughs> so I remember her name. Her name was Kelly, too. I'll never forget it it was sick and we sat, I sat right by her and i held her hand and watched the little Rascals. Bro, like a little bro, That was a lot.
2: There's nothing like a movie experience at the end of the day, bro. And and that's why it makes me sad too to get on another quick little deeper turn is that nah. the, how movies like the the movie theater experience is changing. I mean, with streaming and how fast movies are turning around now. How do you now. feel
1: about that? I mean How do you feel about like that change of coming because like for instance, i go see movies but it has to be so Big yeah. for me
2: to like get up, yeah, going my a event car, movie, a blockbuster movie.
1: At, I mean, almost beyond a blockbuster because I still didn't even get to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I missed oh, wow. it. Yeah, I fucked
2: up. Please go see that. That's one of my favorites this year.
1: I have seen you watch that,
2: man. Man, I, I
1: loved but it. But it's like it takes so much for me to go to the movies, bro.
2: Yeah, and, and I mean, like I said, that's just how some people are. I mean, but you, know you have mean? a real general and love it's expensive. For me. It's expensive too. I mean, it's a whole ass investment. Your your day, your time, and your and your money. I mean, are going to it.
1: Do you feel like? Movies are going to get like outlawed But it's like our children's children Are they going to be watching movies yeah. in a the movie theater I don't think
2: movies are going anywhere It's just the way that we consume it is going to change mm-hmm. And the money behind it is going to shift Old Hollywood will eventually be out And I always say that on Twitter I'm like listen did, like, I, Why do I care what Bob Smith born in the 40s has to say about a Marvel movie like yeah. uh, he's not I'm not he's not in my demographic you know what I'm exactly. saying like so exactly that that median is gonna shift at some that point.
1: was kind of weird um, that the dude was it Bob Smith
2: no nah, that's just a, just some random, some random name nigga. you're gonna
1: say yeah, yeah yeah. but he said some shit about the Marvel movie I remember he said that and I was like oh, it was not real, oh Martin film.
2: Scorsese yeah Scorsese and I love Scorsese. his movies so I mean Goodfellas Everyone Casino loves like, like damn Scorsese it, 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 it hurt to hear him say that I'm not gonna front you know what I mean cause I'm a fan <laughs> but I know I, but but I respect, it, but always. I respect and understand where he's coming from. He's an older cat. He's from old Hollywood. He's from the film print, like so. He's just coming from a different what does perspective. He mean. He's just it, it's it's just a it's it's all. And I'm not asking you to it's, speak it's, for him, yeah. but like
1: maybe just give it because
2: the way ask, I felt is just it's all just it's colorful to him. It's bright. It's loud. It's not because again, this is somebody who's from you know him and and Francis Ford Coppola, who made a, a following statement afterward. That's the guy who made the Godfather. Right. These are OGs who you know they're from that old Hollywood who right. have just a certain standard of how they feel a, a a movie should be presented and a story should be told. Right. So to them it's all the action and the explosions and the and the fun and the theme. <laughs> and to them they, they're not they're not with all that. They they're not just they're just not with it. it? They want storyline and they want deep. You know, performance acting and all that deep ass you know, monologue. They want all that, you know what I mean. And again, I just respect where they're coming from. And a lot, and a lot of old heads are just set in their ways. At yeah. the End of the day, that's why. Again, not, not to take another deeper, darker turn, but racism and all that shit is la- the way it is because I'm people are people are set in their ways. Like it's just some people can't be Tyler turned pa- off. We we're,
1: were talking about Tyler Perry earlier in the barbershop, and I was talking about how Tyler Perry now owns his own studio. Mm-hmm.
2: And which was inspiring, as he's fuck
1: he's revolutionizing the thoughts about people, even work or do
2: now. Like, I don't know. No, after- listen, when he was when he when the whole thing was coming out, because I remember once upon a time, like my moms was telling me about that. Because I have some family that's out near Atlanta and Augusta area, right? In between both cities, I was cities.
1: just in Atlanta and I went to Clark, Atlanta. So, Bet. you already know that's why I have this Bet. little hood, this little crew neck on right Bet. now. Represent, represent, you know. you
2: know what I mean. Yeah, so when I was hearing about that, I was like, oh, that, that like that's crazy. Like, you know, they're, they've got this big-ass studio that's coming out that's going to represent black culture and this and that. And, like, and that that was going to shift because, you know, between Atlanta and New Orleans, there's new locations where a lot of movies are being filmed.
1: I know, like Black Panther was even filmed at Tyler it, Perry's studio. Exactly. Right?
2: LA is not the only place where they're making movies no more. And Atlanta is for sure.
1: Okay, as a director, mm-hmm. if you were going to film your film, would you want to film in Atlanta or would you want to film in Los Angeles and why
2: it um economics plays a big part in it um like the cost I mean just straight up just off the top the cost of production and renting out you know how much does it cost to block off Broadway between Broadway and third in downtown LA versus you know a similar looking you know, metro place in in Atlanta. Yeah, it would that you could that you could get a permit with the German, with the Georgia Film for yeah. for a third of that price. You know what I mean? Stuff like that It just makes it easier. It just makes it a lot easier, and so that's that's playing a lot of part. And again, there's there's lots of land out there, and you can build studios literally now. Build worlds. Did you
1: see that white house he built, bro? It's
2: crazy. It's, and, it's legi- and, it's a, an exact, and it's a and white it's an exact it's an exact replica it's not even like it's
1: not just some a like, percentage yeah, of it it's it's exactly. it's in it's, 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 it's,
2: it's, it's, it's his own white house that's a flex that's a flex
1: how many people do you know own the white house
2: you know what I mean he like
1: owns a white house <laughs> technically on on paper <laughs> no. he could be like oh yeah you want to go to the White house pull up in the golf cart he has 12 sound stages
2: and it's beautiful how he named them after like historical black figures and Hollywood dancer. I said, else. "Were you there?" Like, no, I. I I'm haven't surprised seen you
1: weren't there. Uh, right. <laughs> you do that kind of shit. You're I always doing some shit like I that, wish, bro. And
2: uh, that's part of one day I want to get into that phase of getting, you know, access to the screenings and invites. You know, that's one day. You know what
1: well, I mean? I mean, because from what I have seen you do, I have seen you do your shit. First off, I'm just want to address the first one that that fucked me up when I seen you did, and I was like, "Oh my god, I gotta talk to him about this." Okay, you worked with Ric Flair.
2: Oh yeah, in
1: the world of wrestling Boy. entertainment.
2: Yeah, Nature Boy. You've
1: seen the Nature Boy in his glory. OG. OG. Yeah. How did that happen? How okay. did that even come about?
2: <laughs> okay. Because so,
1: I, I mean, you don't have to go into details. Don't give. No, I'm I'll sure. break it down.
2: I'll break it down. How much time do we got? We got. We well, got time. Man. Okay. Talk, bro. Okay. We here. Okay. Bro. There's layers. Okay. Home, bro. Okay. We There's, okay. There's layers. There's layers to <laughs> how I even got to that point. So that work was work for Cricket Wireless. That's one of my main major clients that I work with. Okay. Cricket It's a cell phone company. They're like a third-party cell phone company. Like, you know, yeah. the, the major hitters, AT&T, uh, Verizon, you know, Sprint. Those are the yeah. big hitters. But all of them, they have third so, tier yeah. sub. So Metro PCS, Cricket, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the boost, all that shit. Yeah. So Cricket, they make pretty good solid moves. You know what I mean? I've grown I've grown to respect them and shout out to my whole Cricket family. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they, they really take care of me. And um, they are one of the big sponsors of the WWE. Wow. If you ever, if you, if you, again, a lot of people, and so I'm going to, I'm going (laughs) to cap for WWE today, by the way, because I've been doing work for them and I've grown a heavy respect for just the the business behind it. Okay. And so they, if you've ever watched a WWE event, like one of the pay-per-views or something, and you look in the big band, the banners at any of the events or Mm -hmm. on the commercials two of the big pay-per-view sponsors are quicker wireless and Snickers. It's just on super random. <laughs> I, you, you never notice the subtle advertisements, that, no. but Cricket Wireless is one of their big heavy hitters. And they have brand ambassadors that are represented through WWE. Yeah. So a lot of my work that I do is this agency books me out that that cricket, they that they book me out, third party, this uh, agency Max Borgis, they book me out and they they do I do content for them essentially at the yeah. pay-per-views and they have different meet and greets and they have different of, like even smaller events because when we did work with Rick there, we were at Smackdown that and, was just Smackdown and yeah.
1: you go there you shoot yeah and I you shoot, shoot, you shoot photography, picture and video picture and video for picture them. and
2: video and usually it's like a package they usually need like because they need stuff for their social media right and, and so they need usually it's usually it's like a four it's like a four video package that I give them an introduction we do a, a CSR event where it's like a community outreach thing mm-hmm. a meet and greet where they have at a local store or somewhere... Right. They have fans come line up, and then they'll come in. I
1: went to something like that because... Not to cut you off, but Mm -hmm. I worked at WrestleMania... Okay. At the Georgia Dome about... 45 years ago, thank you, see MJ. Shout out to yeah, MJ yeah. right here. Shout <laughs> like, out to yeah. MJ in
2: the building. Yeah, yeah, MJ yeah. himself. It,
1: yes, MJ himself, man. First off, this a wild nigga is a MJ waves. Wild away. MJ waves. This is my nigga on the internet. Yeah, he yeah. Had never. Oh yeah, that's my uh, boy. Side note. <laughs> yeah. yeah, side
2: note. Shout out to MJ but nah, waves.
1: Um, but I worked at WrestleMania at the Georgia Dome. Yeah. And I was a I was a, a security guard. Okay, I was a bet. yellow jacket. Yeah, yeah. I was a yellow yellow jacket. I yeah. had that shit. The little CSC yeah. people.
2: Yeah.
1: And literally. That was some of the best money I ever made in Atlanta, bro. Because it was crazy. They paid me so much money, yeah. And you don't have to assess because I know you still work for them, but I did nothing. Bro. Nothing. I just sat there yeah, no, and just watched my favorite stars Oh, yeah. No, the work. budget.
2: Yeah, the budget. Yeah, WWE. Vince and McMahon was, is a billion-dollar player. I love Vince McMahon. He's a billion-dollar he player. He pays
1: on time. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. So it's a it's a good situation. It's great. And it was yeah. so
1: tight, though, because it was like the wrestling events before, yeah. like you were saying. Yeah. And that was my first time getting introduced to any of that. Yeah. I didn't know it was that big.
2: Yeah. Oh, no. It's crazy, bro. And like, I was just wrestling. The, people are, the fans are legit. Like, they're still very involved like they sell out these events they're there like in 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 full waves bro and it's and it's dope you know what i mean so uh, so again they so i do this work for them and even another layer behind how i got into vol- involved with cricket wireless is right. i met them through roxy roxy diaz shout out right i was gonna
1: bring that up too because yeah. shout out her because first of all the shit you do for her
2: appreciate it man on the
1: side note yeah your pictures are so wet with her bro. i appreciate you man and she's beautiful already i yeah. seen her one oh, time oh yeah she
2: she works the camera perfectly <laughs> like she's yeah she she it's it's flawless for her like yeah, she, yeah she, she's I, a star like she knows how to she knows how to be on camera you know what i mean like
1: and how was that interaction being with her you know uh, my man's Side. oh note. yeah
2: no 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 that, that's honestly like i know people have their speculations but that's big sis like we're super close like super cool like and we've we we met at an event. I was doing media for another company. We happened to meet at VH1 uh, Hip Hop Honors and she was doing media stuff up there and we just happened to meet and I t- was just there taking pictures. And I actually, she actually called my, t- she, she she called, like we called each other you know, across the room, you know what I mean? So she was like, oh shoot, like, you know, like he's chilling or, or whatever. And then um, I ended up taking pictures of her and Karuchi that night. I took pictures of Karoochie. Karoochie reposted them and it was just out there and then I sent the pictures that I took of Roxy that night to her and she was like, oh, these are dope. Yo, yeah. Let's link up. Let's just let's just work. Right. Let's get up. And that's essentially how our and relationship
1: just pulled up. That's
2: essentially how our, our relationship you, started. She, right. she saw my work and was like, Okay, he's chill, he's cool. Cause it's essentially when you're out vibing matters in the network game. Exactly. Like, you gotta present yourself accordingly, not yeah. be on no extra shit and be chilling. Yeah. And Rock's like, Oh, he, he looks cool, like he's chilling. Like, and then so and she saw the work and was like, Yo, let's let's get up. And that's really how that started out. And so I I met I linked up with cricket. Because she's one of their brand ambassadors. They right. have events. Right. They do live stream events where she's doing. She, they got artists that come through and she's hosting and she's you know moderating or whatever. So they'll come through. And so she was like, Hey, yo, Mars, pull up. We we had, we had Live Nation up in Hollywood. Come through. Like we got this cricket, this cricket wireless. You know, live stream tonight. Come through. Just post up. Take pictures, yeah. You know, be in the green room. Or whatever. It's chill. So I pull up and you know, this is just off GP. Like there wasn't like no money involved or nothing. It was just like, I'm gonna pull up and stop the strength. I love these stories. Because I understand, because I I understand the strength sometimes of there's value and not always the dollar.
0: It's about the moment and being there. Hold
2: on, can you repeat that again for the people? There's value in the moment. It's not always about the dollar. Sometimes you just gotta be in the room and be, and be, and be, show face. A lot of people don't understand that and they get pressed on it. And that's, mean, that's why, and that's why essentially why <laughs> yeah. me and some cats don't even get along to, to this day because there was always the pressure of, I need to get paid and this and that. And I'm like, fam, yeah. like, are we we going to get there. Like, like just if you trust me and believe in this vision, we're going to get there. Like, are you gonna, but that's but literally
1: like, me and my producer, Jordan, shout out Productive Culture. I think me and him have that talk. And like he could tell you wrong. We had that same talk about four times. You gotta believe every, in the vision, bro. Every it's summer. The, it's the long winter. play. It's
2: not the now. It's the long play. And he
1: be telling me that, like, bro, I'm not tripping, because I know it's gonna work. I know yeah. you're gonna do it. Like, yeah. I'm not tripping. Like, we yeah. all gonna make this shit
2: work. Right. Like we on the same page, bro. You get it. Y'all get it for real. Exactly. Y'all get it. So I pulled up on Roxy and I was just in the, in the in the building, in the cut, just taking my photos, doing my thing, and like People like you know, Roxy also is really great with the introduction. She's always like, "Hey yo, this is my boy Mars. He takes really good photos. If you ever need some photos, da da da." Like,
1: let's go. So okay. So
2: the introduction is always great. I'm always chilling. I'm cool. If somebody wants my business card, we'll exchange cards, whatever. But for the most part, I'm chilling.
1: But you have them.
2: But I always have them.
1: <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. That yeah. art
2: will never go out of style for me. So what happened was. I was there, and then I was like, okay, I got this content. Let me hook something up. So you know me. You've seen yes. how I work. Yes. So I shot the content, whipped it up the next day, delivered a bunch of pictures on set. It was a Jasmine Sullivan pull-up. Roxy and Jasmine Sullivan. So I had photos, video. I sent them to Roxy, hooked up a little recap trailer, or something for the gram. Yeah. She posted it, and that went out. You know, it was, you know, it was Fly Life Films. Present. It's just one of my, one of my, one of my, you know, one of my videos. Yeah. And uh my boy Brian who who was doing head of social media at Cricket Wireless at the time, my boy Brian. Uh and shout out to him. He's over at AT&T now, but he was like, "Yo, what is this?" Like, "Who did this? Where did this come from? What is this?" Like, "Where are these pictures?" Like, "Thank you." Like and from
1: Cricket Wireless. From Cricket Wireless. From just watching the social media. From, 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 he was on
2: Roxy's page and was like, "Roxy, what is this?" And <laughs> Rox was like, "Oh, that's my boy Mars. He the one that was there that pulled up. He's he wow. he, he does this." Wow. So, at the people at Cricket were like, "Yo, yo, we actually need someone that can fit in with our crew and can do social media content yeah. at events and different things." And essentially, that's how the whole thing started. It's almost like two years ago now.
1: Hey, you know what it was? I think your turnaround rate
2: yeah. is so the undeniable. Efficiency. Yeah, the efficiency is what has them in the back. I'm like their secret weapon, bro. Yes. Because what happens is, like they 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 needed they did a test run. They had me go out to Anaheim and film this like conference for this uh, for this speaker. I forget his name. It was like this. It was this big Latino conference. He was up there just doing his thing. And so right. I, and so I gave them. And see, that's also the thing about my videos is I give I can do different styles. I can adapt whatever you when, need. When
1: you're saying styles, going if you if you need
2: it. if you need a corporate, you know ad type commercial video that you could play on tv i can hook that up if you need some music video type shit with the rappers we can do that if you need some something with the models something fly and sexy we can do that like if you need some intense pump it up (laughs) fire you up wrestlemania shit we can do that and
1: what's your turnaround rate at that time
2: i mean generally when i'm on these jobs with 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 cricket and how i say they need those four videos Usually we do we'll do like say we do the first day we'll do the the intro video promo. So we'll go to the arena, we'll film right. some B roll stuff, we'll film an intro with our host. I'll go to the hotel room, film some drone footage, da 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 like whip that up and it's probably done that night or the next morning. Then the next day, we'll go do say the meet and greet. Yeah, we'll do the meet and greet at nine in the morning. Do a lot. We do a live stream first with the wrestlers that we that we that we doing with. Yeah. Then we'll and I'm and I'm doing pictures and video at the same time, mind you.
1: Just mind a, 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 a lot a lot.
2: Yeah, a lot of a lot of people they have to hire two people to do. I can do both. So.
1: Yo, this nigga <laughs> is really doing some shit. Bro,
2: I'm hungry. Like, hey, I, talk your shit, my nigga. No, because niggas need to hear this. So what happens is. They, they usually need photos of the stars. And, and it's all got to be quality content. You know what I mean? At yeah, the end of, of course. the day, they're, this is going on a major company. They're
1: paying for this. They had a marketing meeting. Like, okay, yeah. we need media footage. Let's see. What's,
2: what's he, I, I, what I love about it is that they have me in these meetings, too. Like, like they, they, were, they, they show oh, you're right. the, that I'm with the heads of, of. I'm not just like with. Like, they, they show <laughs> me respect. Like, they really do respect. Like, the heads of Cricket Wireless and the heads of social media. And, like, like I've been in Atlanta at the. At the. At the headquarters. Wow. At the, the headquarters Creek Wireless building. Like, because I do their, they, they, it's it's actually been shocking the amount of respect they show me for, you know, like they love my work, bro. They, but they, it's they, because they you, it.
1: you showed it as they should. Yeah. You know it's almost like, and they show me a lot of respect. And, and, and I, it's not like I'm sitting here like I'm shocked. It's just more so like, I'm like, that's really good that yeah. I like to hear when people actually put in the work. Yeah. Because your turn on rate is so quick and you're doing both photos and visuals. But, to even pause it, how'd you even get to a point where you were able to do both of those such at a high efficient rate to where a business like Cricket Wireless would even invest in you? Man. Like, what did that take? What was that process? Like,
2: I've been really just, just doing it off the strength. Like, <laughs> there's been legendary stories how, okay, I gotta say, back early when this, when the beginning of this third phase of everything, this old, like 09, 2010, right, and beyond started. And I first was like, okay, I'm gonna really take this serious. Like, I just started, I just started out just doing it hand in hand every day, like, just editing stuff. I mean, I started out slow and then I just picked it up and literally, like, that's just what I would do. Like, I would just shoot in practice and it just became a thing that just got faster. Who were me. you shooting in the beginning? The homies, the HSB homies. Um, and that's how we met, actually, the UTB homies back in the day. <laughs> because we, because... Their stories were like people that we, they used to come we were over the over the, the other side of the mountains over in Beaumont Damn We had a crib there was like eight of us that were staying there and it was like the craziest best time of our lives because we were They were they were making music I was shooting videos because that's really And what, who is this again? My boys they were the HSB crew Okay And that was me, Pea Butter, Teaspoon
1: Gotcha I Super. love Pea Butter and Teaspoon keeps coming up They're oh, yeah. very vital people Those are
2: my boys those are my boys, for real. Yeah, those are my boys.
1: I feel like they're like how Reem, Dre B, yeah. Cassius, Feo, absolutely, Speed, After, Parallel, G-more, like all of them is in and, my and life. That they same way. they know
2: each other too. Like yeah. it's all parallel. Like it's mad respect. We've yo, we've had much respect. So for, you guys
1: all grew up creating with each other. And essentially, doing the
2: yeah. Art. And see, we all do different things. We mm. all do different things. We don't even do the same. Like at one like at one point, they, dab, they, they dabbled in music, but it didn't really work out. You yeah. know what I mean, they tried it. Didn't really work out. But like Teaspoon is like essentially like he went to the military and went to make, you know, he went to go make his bag overseas and doing his thing. But he came back and was, he's making a lot of investments and things. So he's like essentially like my like my behind the scenes producer eventually mm. one day. He's like my suit man. Gotcha. One day. But he's always been like my right hand. But my right hand. Like right. whatever I need, like he's that's like, that's my nigga. Like he if I need him to hold a camera, he can. But he butter now essentially he's a chef now. A weed chef, mind you.
1: Hey, this is too deep right now. Hold flat, on, this is getting later. On some Flight
2: Life food shit. Like, he's on some... And he's running, a, he's running like, a catering shit out there in L.A. And he's doing his thing. I'm really proud of him, bro. Like, wow. he keeps it real low-key and shit. He's still, he still t- tapped into Flight Life shit. If you look on Instagram, Flight Life Butter. I'm Flight Life Mars. He's Flight Life Butter. Gotcha. He's real low-key and modest about his shit. But he's doing things that eventually, when the time is right, we all gonna link up and get back on our creative shit together. Right. But right now, as life is progressing uh-huh. we're all you know what i mean ha- just handling business so you guys
1: all shit. had this house together yeah yeah and you guys are just creating creating it's almost like how utb had the mansion
2: absolutely that's exactly what it was <laughs> it was that it was that literally that's crazy we would have our parties people would come through and so there's these legendary stories where we're having functions and shit and i'm at the function faded which people pass me drinks we smoking and shit but I, i'm on the laptop editing footage
0: Mm. and
2: chopping up and people Mm. are like yo mars is in the cut like in the middle of the function like like shit's happening and you know i'm not like tucked away somewhere like we're in the function but i'm on my shit like and that was just always like being something about that burning whatever that to want it and get it was always there
1: hey you know what when i used to be at the mansion. And when I say the mansion, if people don't know, I can put it in reference. It was a house.
2: It's a house, yeah. Literally
1: Reem's house <laughs> yeah, that he lived I've in. I've been nice there. Of. I've been there. And we called it the mansion because, you know, we all knew we wanted our mansion. But we had our mansion now. We were yeah. like, fuck it. We're going to call it the mansion. It we was all be- here. It was
2: a beautiful thing from afar, bro. It
1: was. And I don't even think I've ever talked about the mansion, like, in detail like that. But... What it was is we used to throw little functions and recreate mm-hmm. and Rame used to paint and speak yep. will be there. After the one to be there, and fail. Yep. The motto got made there. Yep. After the one form. Whole crew. We can up. go down the list. Yeah. A lot of shit got made there. Anyway, me personally, I used to DJ on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I used to open up two windows. Like, I open up two different windows on YouTube, two different tabs. Yeah. And I used to DJ, like, basically, like, left, right. Like, uh-huh. a, like deck one, deck two. Yeah. And I used to, like, put a song on mute, load it up, and then... Faded in and faded out. and I learned how to fade in and bro, fade out. Bro, I
2: started on Final Cut. Like, this is how you start, like, just early phase. like just That's
1: so crazy. And it happened from the mansion. Would you say, did your journey of editing and learning was there around that time learning with Final Cut and yeah. being in that house? Is that how you started going from those functions?
2: Yeah. All right. So, I'm going to tell you an, a, another crazy backtrack that you're going to be like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: talk, talk to me, talk to me.
2: So, 09 came, right? I was up in Bakersfield. Now, before I ended up co- being down in Southern California, I had about uh, seven, eight months. Uh, I was away from California. This was in the summer 2009. I left California and I, me and my mom, we drove to Augusta, Georgia. No, we drove to Atlanta first. My family was staying in Atlanta. Mm. Cause my family that was living in LA, they had relocated out there. So we kind of went out there and was just kind of just P- press and reset. Right. right. Cuz we were hit by we were hit by the by the uh, the real estate market crash. <sighs> yeah, my family was affected by that. Like that that That's yeah, deep. Yeah, that yeah, that 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 And this was in uh, Bakersfield? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that affected us major. It affected my mom's business and then at the you guys time moved like to... We yeah, so we so we had to take some time down and we left Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. We and we took a drive out to Victorville where Graham's gr- home base was at. Solid. For like a day or two and was like, okay, we're going to take a, take a breather. What's this next phase going to be? Because, again, I was 19 just trying to figure it out. Right. We were like, let's just go to Georgia for a little bit and just press reset and decompress. This is so funny. Why so, does
1: everyone go to Georgia to so reset? reset bro. So, <laughs> I went to Atlanta bro, myself bro, to reset. <laughs> bro,
2: bro, bro. Bro, it's, so so, it's something about them trees out there. It's something about it's, Atlanta. It's, it's, it's something about it.
1: Niggas from California. Yeah.
2: You oh, can go out you, to Atlanta and vibe. It's a can. vibe. Bro. It's it's something you that can. you love that, that you can appreciate about. I love Atlanta, that. especially the culture, seeing your yeah. people out there. Like it's it's beautiful. So we, I went out there for about i us say six or seven months, and that's when I spent that whole time like just thinking about the vision. Like, okay, I want to go back to California. And how old were you? Nineteen. Okay. 19. And I was like, I want to go back to California and do this, this film shit. Like, I want to figure this out. Like, whatever it is that I got to do. I started looking up, I started looking at cameras that I wanted. Mm. I started looking at schools that I wanted to go. Because before I went to L.A. Film School, originally I was going to end up going to the Musicians Institute in Hollywood because they had a film program. Right. And I had another buddy that went. And that was just like my first step in like dabbling and figuring out what I wanted to do in Hollywood. So, so your plan
1: was to go, you went to the LA Film School?
2: Yeah, I eventually did. Yeah, after after the Hog House, Beaumont, HSB, Ooh. whole shit.
1: Oh, so, wait, so from Georgia, you went to the Beaumont, HSB. From Georgia,
2: I came back to Cali and I went to Lakewood and I was with my boy Butter okay. for about, yeah, we was doing it for like a year or so. We was out there posting mm-hmm. making moves and shit. Then I ended up going back to Victorville to press reset again. Right? I love
1: two resets.
2: I love because right. I, I mean because it's just but this is whatever. Up. Yeah, whatever this the is phase grow- is, you know, li- right. li- life was just happening. You know of what course, I'm saying? I mean, of of I've done it all. Like I've been home. Hung- I've been hungry, bro. Straight I up. I love it though. Like I've been on couches. That no, no shame in that at all. Of course. So i same here. So I went back to Victorville, and that was pretty much like my final reset before I I jumped ship because I was like because I was still working jobs at the time trying to just figure it out. Right. The last job that I technically had, like job J O B, was working at Vans. I was mm. at the van- working at Vans in the Victorville Mall. Damn. <laughs> that was the one that I used to work at, and then I was like, you know what, I, 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 it was just that time when I just was ready to make that that climate shift and back to my HSB fam. I started shooting with them because they were staying in Mobile. I used to go to, so I used to commute from Victorville down to Mobile and just fuck with my niggas. And that's probably a first run- when I might have been running around with y'all. That makes sense. That's why I'm like, is that where that B Super and J Dub used to stay in Mobile? Mm. they used to stay down there and then they had a spot in Riverside so we was just we was all bro we always out there, always out off university yes. we, we would see each other running around in, and this is like bro. 2010 Ooh. 2010
1: 2011 <sighs> yeah, that was the dark time <laughs> of what Big I mean? Cali yeah. that's when that's I was <laughs> super Cali that's when I was super <laughs>
2: Yo, listen, listen 2012 it was good, Cali- it, good times though. It was amazing. Good times. I, I wouldn't take it back for nothing. I wouldn't. Exactly. Exactly. So we had, we and we had our super crew. of There was like eight of us, you know what I mean? Yeah. Running around. And so that was like, so I made that final jump from, from Vans. I was like, listen, this is what I got to do. Like, I'm going to just do this video shit full time. They needed someone to shoot videos. I needed someone to shoot videos for. And yeah. we just was like, let's just do this. They were making music. I was, we were putting out videos, and that's really how essentially the whole internet push started. Flight Damn. Life, I started Flight Life in 2010. So
1: it started with just pushing your homie shit, and then it just grew it to just like grew. everybody. Yeah,
2: Flight Life was always like the tattoo that's on my hand is like the original logo. It's the Kitty Hawk. The kid, like, the, the the brand that it is now it's a re re imaged version of the Kitty Hawk plane the, the, what the, that the Wright brothers originally. I was about to say it
1: looks like a classic ass plane. Yeah,
2: you know what I mean when you see the the the, the brackets of it, but but it's yeah. so it's a it's a it's a playoff that. You know okay, what I mean? you okay, shout out to my boy Keone that made the design years
1: ago. Damn man, yeah. so from there you made Flight Live, you start doing it, and then when were you like okay, it's time to level up?
2: It was probably like 2012 was around that time, and now so this was around a time when. Niggas started having differences. Creatively mm. and, mo- and and motivationally. Doesn't that and, happen? And, and trying to figure out Everything. and just trying to figure out, like, yeah. hey, yo, we gotta figure out well, what's the next play. Like, you know, we gotta we gotta generate some ends. We gotta figure out just what we're gonna do. Right. And I got this is going back to P Butter. P Butter was the one.
1: P Butter. Hey, I gotta meet these guys. I,
2: I wish, love. I wish, I wish P Butter could have made it today. He <laughs> was busy, he had work today. I wish he could have made it today. But nah. P Butter has like been. He's 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 been my right hand. He was like, yo, what we should do is we should go to school, bro. We should go to the city and go to school. Let's get some financial aid. Let's network and let's do this, but in another centralized location. Let's get out of Beaumont and let's just go back to the city. Let's and at first niggas weren't hearing it. Mm. It went in and out the ear. Mm. I was I started dating a chick. I started getting caught up. Like just (laughs) I wasn't hearing it. Like you know, other niggas. Bro, like, leave it, here bro like eat, what like, but see what even that like it wasn't even like we were comfortable out there it was like it was just we had to because we, we had to end eventually go back to mobile and get situated in a right. living situation but it was just like all right what are we gonna do like l- l- what's like, the plan well yeah let's figure this out yeah, yeah. what's the next phase like okay like we tapped into the youtube shit like i did the Flight life you know episode series years ago like before they were doing like this was like around i gotta say i gotta Honestly, have a moment and say this was like around the time, maybe if not before Wiz was doing day to days.
1: And before Wiz was even doing day to days, U T B was dropping the... Uh the the shit bro. on Venmo the day to day lifestyle videos the lifestyle yes. videos with Dre yes. yes so even around I that remember whole that time we all were doing it around there the was same a whole time. internet
2: wave bro and
1: you were a part of that wave so yes. you're already pushing your yeah. movement in that same pocket and of also time. too
2: I used to come out here to Pomona actually and do a lot of videos at the Glass House at the mm. Glass House and at the, at the Fox Theater that's how I was gonna get that's to, how so. I that's how I met a lot of Noah James and everybody around that's how I met all the homies Cam Marley right. everybody flip. Everybody, yeah. Yeah, well, I knew flip from up in the dirt, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. that's how I love you say up in the dirt. That's how I know you really, flip up yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so that's how niggas was around, bro, just showing yeah. face. And everybody that's been doing it, we all still out here doing it. The yeah. ones that's really that was that was like people that people have phased out that said they was doing it and they're not really doing it now, of bro. course. But people that's still here, well, you see, we still here, yeah. So around that time, back to yeah, P Butter, yeah, so back to P Butter, yeah. P Butter. He was like, yo, let's go to school. Let's get this money, man. Yeah. And niggas weren't hearing it. And it took a while for shit to turn around. And then I was like, you know what? What well, is right. He started going to the L.A. Recording School, which is the branch from the L.A. Film School. And that's essentially how I ended up looking up the L.A. Film School research. Mm. And ended up, that's how I ended up making that transition in 2013 to go out there. And go to school and be in Hollywood and get my foot out there and just take that next step, learning so, about school and real quick. And, and that is when I met uh, the the bubble of my networking that took it that took it off. Mm. That's when I first met Sir Michael Rocks. That's what I was going to ask
1: you. Yeah. what was what was that there was like a major? That's a major. Yeah,
2: that's a major like chapter in my life. Damn, to be honest. And that's family still. Is that
1: what you learned? What we like to call networking.
2: Real networking, meeting basically. the plugs,
1: yeah, getting, basically, like getting those, yeah,
2: like L.A. Film School. I wouldn't change, I wouldn't take that. I mean that that, that experience. Like I was already doing it yeah. a, aside, learning my own ways of the craft, but L.A. Film School was really molding it and taking it to the next level and learning about production and learning right. about what every person on set does and learning about the whole process of making a movie. Essentially,
1: what was it that you say you didn't know that you kind of learned from L.A. Film School or that kind of um, got you?
2: Um, I would say
1: or, even if it's something that's not necessarily like textbook or like I learned in a book, it was just like cause even for me, Clark Atlanta. Before I went to Clark Atlanta, I went out there and I was escaping some shit. I was just like, fuck it. I need to get out of California. I don't want to be in my parents' house no more. Me and yeah. my dad was beefing. Yeah. I was like, fuck this shit. What I gotta yeah. do? I gotta go to
2: school. Yeah.
1: Fuck it. I'll swag out from school. Yeah. School ain't shit. Yeah. But I got a 375, went straight to Clark. Didn't yeah. even take an SAT or A C T. Yeah. I went to community college, went straight to Clark. After going to Clark, I thought I was going to learn how to do radio broadcast and communication. Yeah. Never touched a microphone, never did anything, but I was working in a radio station. Okay. I learned networking. Yeah, absolutely. I learned how to I would agree with that too. put yourself in a position to win and work. Yeah. And even though you don't see it. Yeah. Because in California, we've been kind of like in a bubble. You got to realize how much connects we have within two hours of us. Yeah. Niggas die and, and that's and, and that's
2: And that's also the big picture of why <laughs> I'm not tripping that I'm in the dirt. Yes. Essentially, yeah. when it comes down to it because I'm thankful that I can make that commute back and forth if Real I need time. if need be. Real talk. I, there's people I cuz I've networked across the country. I know niggas who are in South Carolina, my, my boys that are like, "Yo, I wish I could even be in arms reach." Of just what you get of to California. do, of California, of just in they California. They want to be
1: here, period.
2: Exactly. They're
1: not tripping. They'll be in the IE, and that's what. And that, be- so <laughs> I, I
2: look at a bigger picture of it. Sometimes a lot of people clown the, the, the high desert, and I'm like, listen, and, and especially in this in this in these uh, economic state of California, right? I'm not tripping,
1: exactly. Because high desert, if I'm gonna make win. some money and
2: save some bread and be comfortable and cool. I'm not tripping.
1: You drive an hour and a half, and you can I'll throw on a podcast 2G. and be straight. Hello. And you can pocket and you can
2: pocket two Gs a month, easily, easily. Just off, just off that extra investment that I would need on uh, trying to be get uncomfortable. Econ-
1: get an economically good car driving, and you're cool. Straight up, bro. you're fine. But in the end, I mean, I know we're going on a kind of a tangent. And that's oh, yeah, why percent. I love talking to you because I know you've been.
2: There's so much. There's, yeah, because there's so much. Yeah.
1: Honestly, your commute and you going to film school. You're you moved out to L. A. Yeah So you had a your a full time 100% film school Were you still networking Going to events During that time Absolutely
2: Yeah I was living With but I was on his couch But I was Damn. going to school We were living Literally down the street off The schools off Sunset We were living down there Off Wilton I think that was the street Wilton or Wilcox Mm. Right there, off Wilton and, and Sunset. Right, we were down the street from the school, and uh, that's and essentially that's how we just you know I was couch surfing, just figuring out. But I was going to class every day, figuring out. You know what I mean? So crazy. I feel like we had the same like college experience because I did the same. Just shit. doing it, just doing it. But it's it, bro. like I
1: believe. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. No one could
1: take away my belief in what I knew, what I was doing. Like I absolutely. knew it was gonna work out.
2: It's straight. I up, just bro. couldn't
1: explain it, and it was fucked up how vision, it went,
2: bro. Vision is. I'm, I'm big on the word vision vision bro people see the vision and it's like bro if, as long as you stay consistent to the vision bro it's gonna it's gonna work out
1: did you actually finish film school yeah I graduated
2: your- I got my degree and all that like I, I did the whole the whole shit yeah god damn and, and I met Mikey pretty much like a month into film school like essentially what Twitter. made you
1: continue to keep going to film school cause honestly I'm gonna be real yeah you had skills before film school. Yeah. I know you did. It was because yeah. you wouldn't have gotten accepted and did it if you didn't have the skill. Sure. You met Sir Mikey Rocks yeah. from the IE. He was actually, in that time, he was even huger yeah. than he was now. Yeah. So point of what I'm saying is you could have literally been like, oh, I just work for you and we could just work and just do some shit and now I don't need to go to school. Yeah. That's what most people would have did. So, They'd just be like, fuck it, I got the jug already. So
2: essentially, this is what happened. Mikey was moving out here. We, we, when, when me and him first met, I'll give you. I'll try to run down the quick story of nah, me and take Mikey. Take your
1: time, bro. We chilling.
2: Okay, so when me and Mikey, how we first met essentially was with social media. I tweeted him one day. I was just like, yo, damn, that'd be crazy if I shoot a video for Sir Mikey Rocks one day. He responded and was like, yo, let's get up, bro. Start following me. He was like, hey, yo, I'm finna be out in LA. I got a show. Pull up. So he had a show. He had a show at the Whiskey of Go Go. I've been at the Whiskey.
1: I've done shows at the Whiskey, and I've done shows at the Roxy, right there. Yep. I love that little sunset that little right there, right there. That's in the so Cuddy. legendary, yeah, like right, right there, there in the Cuddy. So he had a show. A certain Ricky Rock show at the Whiskey got to be cracking. It was.
2: A, it was dope. Him, <laughs> him, Trish J, Shorty K. That was the first time I met the whole crew. They came out and um. Essentially, you know, we, we just, we met the first time and it was, and he was like, oh, you know, it's dope to vibe out, you know what I mean? Put a face to, you know, put a face to the nigga, you know, yeah. not just through socials and shit, or whatever. And then um, he was like, yo, bro, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be out here soon. Like, let's get up, like, let's try to cook up some shit. So that nigga, uh, like, maybe like a month later, I was sitting in my producing class and we were like on lunch break. I see a tweet from Mikey and he's like, yo, just, just out here in Hollywood, you know, we uh, just got out here, you know, we shooting up, like, you know, just, just on some he's out here shit. So I hit that nigga up. I was like, "Yo, let's get up, bro." So he hit me he's like, "Oh shit, bro, pull up, like, let's get up, right?" So this is the story of how we essentially came together, and there's going to be things that it's things are going to come full circle, right? So let me just break it down. Yeah, sure. So he was like, "All right, bro, like, I'm shooting a music video, come come through." So he was at the Roosevelt Hotel, right there in Hollywood. Yep. Right there in uh, Hollywood. I know about Bola. the Roosevelt. Right down the street from school. I've done a lot of wild shit at the Roosevelt. So listen. <laughs> so listen. So listen. <laughs> So I was like, oh shit, right after class, I'm gonna pull up. So I pull up at the spot, they're shooting a music video, they're shooting the original version of Make This Bread music music video. So I pull up and just vibe. I'm just on set, just helping out and shit. And he's like, Oh shit, what's up, bro? Like, you know, thanks for pulling up or whatever. Like, I just moved out here, like we got the crib right down the street off Kwanga.
1: Yeah. I'm like,
2: oh shit, that's down the block from school, nigga. Like, what's what's good? Like, oh shit, that's what's up, bro. Like you like, you in a cut, like down the street from school, like we out here. Like I'm like I stay down the street with my boy Butter like, yeah. like we out here, so we shooting the video and it's all good vibes and shit. So after that shit wraps up, he's like, "Yo, yo, we finna go to hide. We finna turn up." So we go to, we go to hide right. And, Always and, and happens nigga, like that. You
1: you think you about to just work?
2: Yeah, do some work and yeah. then it just
1: all right. Well, we ain't. It's late. After yeah. that, we yeah. keep
2: going. We gonna kick it like pull up. <laughs> so we go. So I pull up and niggas start drinking, getting drunk, and niggas like, "Yo, bars at him and Fats. His old money man Fats." He's yeah. like, yo, Mars, man, you hella cool, bro. Like, appreciate you, bro. You know how niggas start getting drunk and shit. Like, yeah, in of course. Cars, like, yo, man, you hella cool, man. Pull up on us, man. Anytime, nigga. We fuck with you, man. We finna shoot this rest of this shit tomorrow. So, he was like, all right, bro. Like, we are gonna finish up this video tomorrow. Pull up. So I go to class the next day. Pull up to the, to the to the last part of the shoot. Yeah. And he's like, so, and there was another guy that was shooting the videos. I won't put his name out there and clown him or nothing. But it was yeah. another guy that was shooting the video. And um uh, guy from Chicago actually. Yeah. So they were shooting the video and he had to actually catch a flight back home. He couldn't, they couldn't finish the video. And they were like, hey Mars, you think you can finish the rest of the video? So I was like, oh yeah, for sure. I can finish these last. Why does it okay? Let, this body, why does it always have it like that?
1: It's like that nigga was initially doing it, and he's like, Alright, well, I did what I had to do. So, so take it
2: over. Listen. <laughs> so So bro, i had to go back to Chicago. Fats was like. Yo, you think you can finish the video, right? So I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure, of right? Of course I can. So he leaves. <laughs> so dude's like, okay, peace out, y'all. I got to leave. He leaves. You know, Uber's here, whatever. He takes off. Fats is like, all right, I'm going to keep it funky with you. I wasn't even really feeling what he was shooting. <laughs> Do you think you can shoot a better video just in general, Mars? In general? Can you just, like, redo everything he just fucking did? said, <laughs> I got you. So right there on spot i shot what is now the version that's out in the world of the make this bread music video
1: with sir of with sir, sir michael, michael rocks. rocks wow
2: yeah and that and so so shoot the video we don't on the set it's like just like an hour we got like the black setup, the lights i had a chick that was on set below me i told her to hold up a light i just had to make some shit happen but we made it happen <laughs> Made it happen, bro. Some, so, real, some real IE shit, right there, bro, bro. Some real so listen, IE shit
1: just made that shit work, bro. bro.
2: So again, and I'm still like, I got class the next day. I got school and shit, right? But I'm the next day. I'm in school, editing, bro. So you Doing use your what resources I do. of
1: school to edit.
2: When I went to school, see, and that was part of Butter's master plan, bro. <laughs> financial, plan. bro, bro, financial aid, and they gave us our laptops. I still edit. The, I'm actually about to get a new laptop, but I still edit today my mobile laptop is the one I got from film school. That was part of the package that we got at film school. Was, was it a MacBook? A MacBook Pro and all the and the whole Adobe package. Damn. And and all this editing program. I, all this editing software and all this shit that I have is extensions of shit that I got from film school, bro. That's but as master plan, he was like, bro, come just set up for this financial aid, get this nine, 10 racks, and like nigga, like it's money. It's money that's yeah. and so that's what we did, bro. We got those financial aid checks and lived life, bro, and made moves. And you know, you spend responsibly, of course.
1: Yeah, of course. But
2: I already had a camera. Already had my shit. Like so, that was money that I could just spend on rent and whatever. You know what I mean? So
1: you edited Sir Maki Rocks. So video I, I went to class the next
2: day. So I was like, okay, I'm going home. I'm working on this. Da da da. Like, quick that that quick turnaround that you that you spoke of that that defines some of my work
1: the flight Life Mars signature turnaround rate. We're going to yeah. just coin it right now. Yeah.
2: Straight up, straight up. So I went to, I went to, uh, I went to class was editing and that was also a thing. People, I had kind of a respect and like a little notoriety at school. Cause people knew f- they saw flight life had been around and they just knew me and respected me. Just who's this person. Like I already had something going on. I wasn't right. a, a blank, a blank slate student. Yeah. I already had shit going on. So right. people were like, Oh damn. Like, and so people showed me a lot of respect. And I, and it's all, I I miss my, my, my my compadres, you know, from school, man, because they were, it was all love, man. It was dope. But I was in class, like, I'll I'll get to whatever assignment we get into. This is, we were in like whatever producing class. I was like, I'll just hook this up. Yeah. And the first time I had like a serious artist premiere was that video. Wow. Because Mikey had the spot, the the, the crib down the street on Cahuenga. He had the condo up, up top and down below was the studio. Mm-hmm. The full studio, like, when they, they were in the recording mixtapes and doing the whole shit. It was high quality, professional, like, it was dope. Yeah. And had one of the most nerve-wracking things of my life. Because I because I get a rush off. I love showing people the work that we just did. I, yeah. Like, I, I love that. Because I'm confident in it, right? Yeah.
1: I can only imagine it's just like, my but nigga, this, this was, is my shit, Almost yeah. like a chef. Yeah, but this- Like how yeah. a chef cooks a meal. Yeah, He absolutely. loves presenting it yeah. to his guests.
2: So when you yeah. cook it so up, you was, edit it. Yeah. yeah. So this was that moment where I was like, damn, like, I'm showing up. And, and mind you, I was a fan beforehand. Before we got cool, I was already a fan of the of cool kids You know what I'm saying? So I'm in there and I'm just like, damn, like, you know, this is crazy. I'm in here with Mikey, the producer of the song, Reno, his, his money man, Fats, his manager, manager, Chris Watkins, like, mm. and the other homie that's in there posted. And I'm going to have five different opinions. And hopefully...
1: Hopefully it's the right one. It's cool. But this is your first time submitting a video to an actual artist assigned to a label or... Essentially, yeah. As a
2: movement or something. A real artist. Essentially, yeah. In the room with them and just everybody that could essentially be involved with it. I mean, including the producer of the beat. I mean, that's crazy to think. You know what I'm saying? And I show them the video and they're just like, yo, you shot that and did that in a day? Damn, bro what, like, that's crazy, and you're not fucking around. A few edit changes here and there, but essentially, they were like, that's crazy, like, that's way different than what we thought the other shit was going, like, this is nuts, Mars, like, what the fuck, bro, like, and that is essentially how me and Mikey's relationship took off, like, and I met so many people, like, we started traveling, and started doing shit, like, and it's, the timing of life is crazy, so maybe, like, a week after that, I'm on the PJ with him. We're going to Vegas. Right. First, I'm on a private jet. I'm like, what the fuck? This is crazy. I'm on Butters' couch. And now I'm on a PJ to Vegas with Mikey Rocks.
1: Isn't that how it works? Crazy <laughs>
2: shit, right? <laughs> then we get back from Vegas after doing his shit. And, and you know, I got to actually shout out that time in Vegas because that was Mikey's first show. And we actually was out there kicking it with Mac Miller on his 21st birthday.
1: R.I.P. Rest oh, in peace. Oh, wait. He filmed that on that MTV show
2: yes they that's were there crazy. the crew was there i remember at the, that at the at the yes. palm at the palm suite yes he had that hole with the pool suite. with the pool that's that that, that yes. projects out we were, had
1: the hole when bro. matt miller had his show on mtv bro. he filmed it because he yes. bought i remember he bought a new ferrari or bro. something a suit
2: bro we i were, don't get emotional that is really fucking fuck nuts that's, that's fucking nigga, nuts man. that you know that because we were there i we, i have footage i have footage from that night i was m- with mikey Mikey that We went to Vegas Mikey, Mikey was in the episode Mikey did his first uh, Solo show Separate from the cool kids Cause I, I linked up with him When he Him and Chuck Were kind of like Doing their own Solo shit Shout out, shit. Chuck. Yeah, Shout out yeah. to Chuck And that's my guy Chuck yeah, I yeah. met Chuck many times too
1: I fuck with Chuck again yeah. man. That's my guy. So name.
2: me and Mikey So me and Mikey And the crew And his yeah. and his boys And shit Were out in Vegas He did his lot He did his first solo show At the Hard Rock Then we went to the Palms And kicked it with Mac and his boys <sighs> Mac's boy Peanut Handled Mike's merch
0: Mm. He did his merch
2: for him. Okay, so that's kind of how that relationship was built. Right, but bro, we were in there kicking it. Mac was turned up, but uh, but Mac he was being Mac. But he was so he was he was he was so cool, bro. He was he was like he knew I was Mikey's boy, and he was just showing love, bro. He was in there turned up.
1: You know what's he funny was, he about was turnt, Mac? But
2: man, uh, it was beautiful, bro.
1: Mac, literally, I never got a chance to meet him. Mm-hmm. But Speak Sid like yeah. a lot of my friends who yeah. I know, yeah, they literally used to talk. About him and the shit they said was like almost like how people talk to me.
2: He's bro. It's kind
1: of like they're like he was always happy, the greatest person, life Straight of the party, up, always, bro, person, life and, of the party, and, and, whatever you could needed. You assume, could you solidify
2: that? Absolutely, absolutely. Beautiful soul. I mean, he had like one of those star auras. I've been around a lot of celebrities and stuff, and though some of those people just have that thing, yeah. That, well, you know that thing that they that they saw. It's it's cliche as fuck, but yeah. that thing, yeah, he has that thing. Wow. And and it was it was crazy, bro. And it was one of the craziest times of my life. And I mean, Mikey was there party. We were all there partying, his boys, Mikey's boys. There's all kind of unreleased BTS footage that you know will stay in the archives, you know what I mean? Out of, of respect, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But it exists and it's there and all kind of shit that and I was just and again, a week prior, I'm on <laughs> P. On butter's couch. couch. <laughs> and this is happening. And Mikey is really having me around, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it was it was
1: crazy. Now here's the question I have. Uh-huh. So you go on a private jet.
2: Oh yeah, okay. You so go to the, Vegas. There is another part to the Yeah. So oh, I gotta tell you a, a w- go what happens a week later. So about about how life is crazy. So a week later, the situation at Butter's apartment is getting kinda hectic. You know, the lease is coming up, like niggas gotta figure out what's going on. Right.
1: Oh, so you didn't get paid for this.
2: Oh no no no, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I got paid. But,
1: okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So I got some, I got some bread, you know what I mean? It was I got some money in my pocket, but right I was you. but I was still on the couch, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 So the lease was up at the spot and you know, it was just time to go. And it was just kind of a bad situation. Right, and right. essentially me and Butter had to like, we got like, we had to get out. It was just a bad situation. We had to get out. Wow. We were in Hollywood. We had to pretty much, we had all of our shit on the curb. Look, thank God I had a car, but didn't Damn. have a car. this time. I had a car. We could just load up our shit. We had to just go crash. find. You know, we had to just figure out what we was going to do. But I went with his family. I ended up going press and reset this last final time in Victorville. Right. Wow. For a day. Mikey hits me. He's like, yo, what's good with you, bro? Like, you straight? And I was like, yeah, well, you know, the situation with P was kind of fucked up. Like, we had to get out. I'm out here up in the dirt, like, trying to figure it out. And Mikey was like, yo, well, shit, you go to school down the street, why don't you just come crash here at the spot in the condo? Shoot, We can shoot videos, travel, do our thing, and you can go to school, and we can make it work figure it out.
1: Damn.
2: And Mikey took me in, bro. Shout
1: out, Sir Mikey. Shout out
2: to my boy, Sir Michael Rocks. Big bro, Twan. We call him Twan. You know what I mean? Shout out to Twan. That's
1: heavy. He didn't and have to do that.
2: He didn't have to, but his his like he, real nigga shit. He believed in me. His money man and his people believed in me. They were like, yo, we fuck with this. We fuck with this nigga Mars. Like, let's just bring him in. And Would we, you say
1: that was like your first co sign that really like pushed you forward yeah. to what you had to do now? On,
2: on that level, yeah. And then
1: sure. that was what year?
2: This had to have been two thousand thirteen. 13 13 so now
1: 2019 what was that period in between that led to now the person we know now
2: man i mean in between then we went on some tours fucking graduated from school networked with so many different people when you
1: graduated from school yeah you graduate you have your degree in what is it is,
2: associate in film
1: Associated in film so you have your degree yeah. what's you, what do you do with that first out the gate you're just like okay I have it now what am I doing and so
2: what's funny about that is that it like the old cliche about excuse me the old cliche about the degrees like they they essentially don't guarantee you shit I, mean, I could just <laughs> I can just say that straight up but
1: I'm laughing because it's like.
2: But what I take out of it from this film thing was the experience, hands right. down. Because being at a film school and learning every aspect of film, that that is what made that whole thing for me rewarding.
1: Do you like that opposed to going to maybe a univer a a university? I, or I, maybe- I eventually
2: probably want went to, but I didn't get out the gate in like, you know, straight out of high school going to college and doing it like that. You know what I mean? Right. And really getting that that going into so I eventually want to go to like maybe like USC film or one of the big the big hitters but I like I took advantage of what I could make work at the time and and shit I wouldn't take nothing away from that LA film experience you know what I mean right right but like so on paper see proactively and this is coming into my next phase because I'm coming up on my I'm gonna be 30 coming up and I want to think about okay how am I gonna level up from what I'm doing now right and essentially that's getting on big big studio lots mmm warner brothers paramount fox you know working on you know the big the big hitters like mm-hmm. being on those type of projects
1: what is that process like getting into that? and that's
2: and again part of it goes into your resume you know you know i have my credentials so and then i've got wax with cricket wwe references here and there from different corporate people again a big part of this and i'm sure you know this a big part of the game is obviously just knowing people mm. you gotta just know somebody you might know an AD on a set that'll call you and be like, yo, we need a, a photographer for this shoot coming up. And it's a big production set. And they have you there because that's what I was doing this this past week. It's been a busy week, bro. I was on I was on set doing mm. BTS for Ashley Graham's coming up show. Oh, OK. That's what we were you doing. Know
1: what I mean, if you want to go into it, I'm kind of curious. Like a so podcast. We-
2: Okay. It's, it's the next season of her podcast.
1: That's right. Yeah. You were just shooting that right doing, Yeah, I
2: was doing BTS on set, vibing yeah. out and meeting everybody and getting cool. And, it, and it, it essentially, from what the vibes have been, it's essentially going to escalate to the next phase of working and us being cool and everybody. And shout out, I got to also shout out Justin, too. Her husband, Justin. Justin is fucking cool, man. You And, not, and it, much respect to him because he, he comes from my cloth. He's a black filmmaker, cinematographer. Yeah. He's real low-key in the cut, but he's one of them i could say even after just being around him this week one of my my new inspirations i really respect him i want to ask you a question yeah
1: as a photographer now ashley graham uh, when i say ashley graham because the first thing i thought i was like damn she's bad as
2: fuck
1: <laughs> not gonna lie yeah real nigga i just thought about it she is cold yeah sure but as a photographer you're around beautiful women all the time
2: absolutely of all kind of different all industries. shapes,
1: sizes, <laughs> industries, yeah. looks, whoever you can think of.
0: Yeah.
1: How is it around that Me Too movement, this climate change?
2: Uh, it's all about professionalism. But I can you honestly, know it's yeah.
1: photographers out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Who make it hard for niggas like you, especially young black men. Yeah. I don't know your situation. You can oh, go yeah. into you know, but I'm single, married, whatever. Mm-hmm. But black men who out here working. Yeah. Like Roxy Diaz, you're around Roxy all the time. I'm sure, you're around her in very personal, very personal moments. Yeah. Where like she wouldn't want it out, or she wouldn't want no yeah. weird shit. You have to be cool. She has to be comfortable around you. Yeah. How do you manage that? Like, how do you deal with maneuvering with that me too? Of course it's professionalism. You can that's a very easy, quick answer. But okay. literally, real nigga. You're yeah. around bad females, bad women who are powerful. Yeah,
2: TV hosts. At all times. And I mean, you've yeah. seen it all. Yeah. It's just all about being chill, man. Like I can honestly sit here and say, on wax now, I'll never have some weird, crazy story come out about me being inappropriate or something. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's just not me. And and a lot of cats out here are just being extra. And like you said, it does make it hard for the ones have of you us seen some because shit because like that? because it happens to some some chicks, and they'll just start to make assumptions mm. about everybody. One or two cats. Can literally ruin it, and and that's and that's and that's not right. That's it's foul. Yeah. That 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 psychologically, they even got to go through that battle. You know what I mean? Because, have you
1: seen that in like shoots where you'll see like maybe like a, a model or like a singer, or somebody come around, and then initially you know they're like, oh, a little standoff. It's like, mm, I don't know, I don't know. Sure. Who is it? Well,
2: because the thing is, I've I have this thing where I don't ever want to be paparazzi. You want to just be cool with people first and vibe and see if they're comfortable with the camera even being around them. Right, you know what I mean. Some people are just come coming at you with the camera all up in their face, and they don't like that. And I, and I try to, I try to stay away from that. Do you that. ask? you take? I try to, I try to find a happy medium. You know what Got I mean? You. Sure. Like, you know, I'll, I'll come up and be. Like, hey, you mind if I take a picture? You know what I mean? But I'm not gonna be all being weird and shit. You know what I'm saying? Now,
1: question. I mean, cause I'm just curious. Little faded. You know what I mean?
2: I yeah, asked, it's all good.
1: Have females ever like came up to you? You're 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 young, and they came up to you like, oh yeah, I want to talk to you. Like they try to like. Woo! They're waiting to get in the picture because they know who you work with or anything like that. Like how you maneuver even with that. You know what? Not, nah, not even really. Or does it doesn't not even work like. Because I know in rap and music it does
2: for sure. I, I don't even think. Yeah, no, nah, not really. Because for one, I don't think I have that kind of clout. You know what I mean? Like, and he's so humble. He's so
1: <laughs> he's so. I'm humble.
2: A, I'm gonna tell you. Being humble and modest is is a big part of it, bro. I never want to feel like I'm a brother above, above anybody. I show and I, I respect all the other shooters across the IE in LA that are doing their thing too. There's a lot of right. dope, dope other shooters too. Respect. You know what I mean? I always want to show respect to everybody else that's doing the thing. I respect. want to come up and I, I appreciate when cats come up to me and they ask advice and you know.
1: And that's why I think that's why you work and that's why you get the things you do because you find that medium and you know how to stay professional. Like you were yeah. saying, it's just. Honestly, I know from what I see. I feel bad, honestly, sometimes because yeah. I know even with me, like, say if I want to collab with somebody,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it initially looks like I'm trying to holler at them.
2: Yeah. I'm oh like, yeah, exactly. You know, hey, and that's exactly what. And that's to the, the studio. And that's a, come And, chill. and, that's, come and that's what it comes out. down to. And I'm to. like, wait, yeah. I
1: really might want to just chill and yeah, really work with you
2: exactly and that's what it comes out to battle
1: what X, X, y, and Z nigga did yeah. before even fucking with me and i'm sure you see that in your yeah. genre too yeah
2: absolutely yeah but
1: i think your resume precedes you yeah and that's yeah, why it it, works. exactly
2: at the end of the day a lot of times it, it you know reputation carries itself you know word of mouth i mean social media presence when you're not being you know out of pocket and shit like in you know, all in dms tripping like at the end of the day i'm just you know i'm chilling man i'm and I don't be trying to press nothing, and right. I don't be trying to ask nothing that that nobody's <laughs> comfortable with. And you know, like I said, you I just, just do your shit. I just do my shit, bro.
1: I feel you. Well, before we wrap this up, I have a one more, couple more questions for you. Oh, I yeah, want to sure. know. Yeah, for sure. And I appreciate you chilling out, man. Oh, this for sure. I'm so in no rush, bro. Man. Whatever
2: you want to talk about, bro. Listen, it, because because <laughs> listen, there's so much part of the journey. I really gave you the 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 quick summary. You know, what and I, I love haven't it. I haven't even talked about how the like my relationship with Shorty K like. Shorty K's, Mikey Short, like, Sir Michael Rocks is best friends from Chicago. And I probably uh-huh. end up, I probably have a better relationship with Shorty K than I do with Sir Michael Rocks.
1: That's crazy. And who, what, what's that relationship I mean,
2: because Shorty K, that's my boy. That's who we, we, we shot way more videos than I even shot with Mikey. And we all did the tour. Like, I went on tour with Sir Michael Rocks, Puya uh rob banks and shorty k right and we were across we were shout doing, out them niggas, man. We they were, on, like yeah and we were on the road just doing our thing young what niggas was those and two experience
1: like what was road with them niggas like bro it was
2: amazing we were doing city to city in the midwest and over on the west coast and they were some they were some young wild niggas and had fans at every every show <laughs> and i was just there filming it bro it was a beautiful time and that helped mold me too and just show things i mean i got to see the world and just learn different things you know what i'm saying
1: do you feel like it went kind of fast yeah. did you live yeah. in the moment or was it like did yeah. it go kind of quick? It does, bit? it
2: all feels like it went fast because because I did, I don't even think I had time to sit down and appreciate a lot of this shit because I've been so hungry just thinking about the next, like mm. okay the next move Like th- th- there will be a day, one day when I reach maybe some type of comfortable success, you yeah. know, I might be 40, 50 on a beach somewhere then I'll right. really be able to appreciate it but I don't even think I've had a chance to appreciate any of the things that I've done, truly damn yeah Cause I, cause I'm still, because i'm still Cause because i'm still because i'm far from successful bro honestly like i, I know again a, a lot of things on social media perception you know what i mean yeah but you know I, I do a lot of things i'm involved a lot of places but you know i try to just you know i'm I'm I'm, you I'm, I'm I'm still i'm modest bro i'm every i'm an everyday man too i'm a, i'm like every other nigga bro and i try to keep it modest and show love to everybody because i'm because right. i'm just like everybody bro i'm i'm that's still out the here just trying to make moves. And I'm think, still hungry, and
1: I think that's what. And even I feel the same way about me. Yeah, you know. And that's why I think Nick, like people like us. Yeah. that's why it was gonna push us forward. You yeah. have to stay humble because we know it's so much more. Yeah, absolutely. We're so hungry. Yeah, we're called for such a higher cause that the vision, sometimes, bro. The vision's deeper than even we understand. Yeah, I don't even know if it's with you, but sometimes even I think like, oh my god, wait a minute, this might be a little bit too.
2: Yeah,
1: is this real? What I see? Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? it i'm doing it yeah let's just see what happens you yeah. know well what i want to ask you is who is some of the people who've inspired you and pushed you forward you talked about you know a lot of your your works and what you've done yeah your foundation now i know you know with photography directing you do film yeah. video fashion yeah who's some of you who's your mount rushmore
2: uh, as far if you're gonna
1: as say your top like my five inspiration, inspirations, people you watch, because I I want to say I know Quentin Tarantino has to be in for him. sure.
2: He's up there, yeah, absolutely. I would say my mom. I'm gonna be real. Ooh. She's always been supportive, real. of like Talk my dream. Because like me and my pops growing up, we used to kind of clash. He wasn't always with the journey. He always called it the journey. He and he, he came around and showed me respect, especially especially I was coming around and working with Roxy and shit. He was like, damn boy, like. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. you know, so he, like he came around to show me respect. But, you know, we bumped heads because he wanted me to go to the military and do all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, right. And my mom was always like, you know, the one that was dropping me off at the movie theater when I was a shorty. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so she kn- she knew. And her dad was a photographer. Mm. So she. what does gets- your mom doing? She was, she's done a lot of different things, but she's been a, a woman of all kinds of different. She, she, was, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she's an entrepreneur. She was in big real estate. She, what, you know, what's funny. My Palmdale journey was, I was out there because she was the associate warden at the Lancaster prison. What? Yeah, she's a boss. She's a, warden. she's, yeah, she's, yeah, she's a boss. She's a boss lady. <laughs> and she, and she, she showed me, and she's the one who taught me like about, she showed me a lot about leadership and running shit. She's real tough. She didn't take no shit from no niggas. Like, but yeah. she got injured at, at the job and that's what essentially pushed her out of that into yeah. real estate and going in, and, and that ended up being a big booming business for her early yeah. in the 2000s and shit before all that market crash shit. Yeah. We had, we had, we essentially built another success, sustaining life, but I left Palmdale to go to Bakersfield in that second phase because I was yeah. going with my pops. Mm. That's how that ended up being. And he, she was like, you know what? It's I'm gonna get reset. I'm gonna go to LA. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be in Inglewood. Get a crib. You can come visit me. But right. why not go with your pops and get that phase? And just do it. Yeah, like, hey, and do yeah. that phase of life where you can get that that you know, learn all your shit from your dad or whatever. But Damn. so yeah, so he. So I would say again, back to your question. My mom, she's always been supportive and just down for the journey
1: so shout out mom dude so shout mom out. has
2: always been really influential she showed me about taught me about business she's still like to this day a very i'm about to say what she
1: always like my mom has always been a hustle i always say always people, always she's yeah. always been like she's my mom is a nurse true but she made money but my mom always knew how to budget she knew how to account. exactly she knew, exactly she knew how to make it fit. all that all she that, that shit, all that matters all that matters
2: all that matters my man.
1: mom made me sign a contract as a kid when she lent me money yeah like yeah. she was like it's gonna get interest you have to learn that if you're gonna let i'll give you a hundred dollars but i want 110 back yeah because time Absolutely. Gets money. Like she taught me those things. So yeah. I understand what you're saying That yeah. So mom dukes. So I'd
2: say mom's. I would say Quentin Tarantino. Okay. Favorite director of all time.
1: So what about Quentin Tarantino? Talk to me.
2: I just love his movies, man. I love his style. I mean, it's just something about the way that he shoots his films. I know they could be inappropriate to some people in a lot of You like you like
1: that the fact that why does he like saying the N words? I don't so I have
2: no clue, bro. That's, <laughs> that's just, I, I have no I can't I can't even sit here and cap. I can't even sit here and cap for none of that shit, bro. I can't. I can't. All I can I say is
1: set you up. Like, All I
2: can say is artistically, (laughs) creatively, cinematography-wise, you know, I love his movies. No one's taking
1: away anything from Quentin Tarantino because he made some of the biggest movies that changed my life. Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, uh, Django.
2: Django and Glorious Bastards. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, when you get a chance to see it, I mean, Kill Bill. I mean, what oh come on! Oh, I mean, come shit. on bro.
1: How did I forget Kill Bill, I mean, I mean, bro? Like you know what I mean? And hey, like, Kill Bill, you know what's crazy about Kill Bill? I'm gonna be real. I could watch Kill Bill without the sound. It's
2: so fire, bro.
1: It's just shot so Put on the oldies wet. and white.
2: Put on Kill Bill and you just, better talk to me. You better bro, talk. <laughs> you bro, know, fuck with me, bro.
1: You know, so all right. So Quentin, I said moms.
2: Quentin, I said currency. The rapper. Whoa!
1: The left spitter? turn, left high turn. Spitter?
2: Currency hot, Spitter bro. You know what's funny? I've, and I've met Spitter a couple of times too, and he's Me always too. been as cool in person. How was your as,
1: Spitter experiences? If, every t- you, if ex- you could share one Spitter experience.
2: Okay, I, at the I'll share one of the damn I got a couple of good ones, but I'll share one of them at the Glass House. I say, I say at the no 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 I will say the Fox Theater experience. After the Fox Theater, I'm wearing one of my Flight Life. No 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 no. Yeah, me and Butter. Butter's there, too. Butter's yeah. wearing a Fly Life crew neck. I'm wearing one. Butter comes up. You know, Spitter comes up after the show. He was like, damn, he's like, yo, that, that, that crew neck's dope, bro. Like, I fuck with that. Like, he was like, I, he's, but I ain't going to ask you for that, though, because it's, it's you know, like, I, I'm not going to do it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that shit is flying, right? So we, so Abso, he takes a, he takes a couple steps. He, he starts to walk away. Then the other... Then one of the, one of the other homies was like, bro, why didn't you give him the sweater? Like, what's up? Like, yeah, like just give Spitter the exactly. sweater. Like, that's what, what I'm the thinking. fuck? I'm like, nigga, you gotta, you know what I'm saying? So, but Butter was like, so Butter was like, 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 my sweater. So Butter, right? was, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So Butter was like, fuck it, Mars. Here. so Butter takes off the sweater. He's like, go ahead. because this was, like, you know, because I, I still do merch and shit, right? So, yeah, I so I was like, all right, let me go try to, you know, just chop it up with Spitter, give him the sweater or whatever, right? Yeah. So. But so we go, so I'm going like towards the outside towards the out, and his manager Musa sees me. And uh, he um you know Musa saw that I was filming and shit, and I hollered at him before the show. Yeah, just like hey bro, I'm gonna be here filming, you know, I'm gonna be out out the way, you know. Just I just want to make my presence known that I introduce yeah. myself. He's like, Oh, cool, respect, bro. I appreciate that. So afterwards, I was like, Hey, I wanted to hand the sweater to spit up, we was chopping up. He was like, Oh, I seen you. Yeah, go ahead, bro. He's right outside in the cut, chilling. I was like, Oh, bet. So he let me go outside the Fox Theater outside. I'm on the street, I'm looking for him. I'm like, damn, like, where's Spit at? I don't see him. Yeah. And then I was like, oh fuck it, I'ma give it up. Then I look over and I see this nigga posted on the in the whip. And he looks over at me and he was what's up, bro? So I tap on the window. He rolls the window down. I was like, hey, what's up, big homie? I just want to give you the sweater. You know, mad respect. He's like, oh, appreciate you, big dog. Da-da-da. Like, so we was chopping it up. He was like, Yeah, you know, you know, I'm finna hit the hit the studio. You know, you know, let me, you know, you got any info? So I give him my card. Yeah. yeah, he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to the studio." You know, it was just all hectic night or whatever. But yeah. the fact of the matter is, I was like, "You know, dude was cool." Like he showed, me, he took it it he was showed was respect. Like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just, it was just a dope experience. You know what I'm when saying? I met
1: Spitta was in New Orleans. Yeah. No fucking lie, and it was on the uh, Smoke Dizzy tour. Oh wow! It was the uh, I forgot what the name of the tour was. It was a Smoke Dizzy tour. It was one of my first tours. Yeah. Anyway, we woke up in the morning and somebody—I'm not gonna shout him out—but somebody we were on tour with, fucking. Woke up woke us all up in the room, was like, oh my god, Spin outside. Like on some fan shit. Yeah. Like some weird shit. Yeah. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is yeah. going on? And I was like, okay, then he fucking walked outside, looked, and that nigga was really upstairs in some weird ass hotel. We were in like the not the hood, but like outside of New Orleans a yeah. little bit. You know how they got them little hotels? Yeah. You know I've been, the, yeah, I've been there, yeah. You know how the label does. So yeah. they always get you them hotels yeah. right outside yeah, the city yeah, yeah, so yeah. they can save that little $80. We just got a shout him out, but the, shout yeah, out to him.
2: yeah, shout out to the booking, the booking agencies. It's cool, but I feel you. It's cool, but anyway. Like, <laughs>
1: so we got there, right? And I look, and this nigga was just cool. He was like chilling. He was just smoking weed, yeah. chilling outside. We all like said what's up. Then we yeah. seen him at the venue, and he was just cool as shit the whole night. Like yeah. I went up to him, I like said what's good, but it was nothing like deep. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. fucked up because of New Orleans. Yeah, and I'm sure you've been in New Orleans. You yeah. been to Essence. Didn't yeah. you go to Essence. Yeah, I was there in
2: Essence this year. We shooting Roxy and Cricket and <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know how you survived that.
2: That's when I shot that Ashanti footage. Yeah, that was crazy. Ashanti was cool too. Are you
1: serious? Yeah, she was chill. That was lit? Yeah,
2: that was lit Oh, that's
1: sucking tight, yeah, man. Anyway, getting, back to your yeah. fucking. work okay. We can go back into. Yeah. I got so, to so much normal. shit, bro, But
2: we gonna wrap this up. We gonna wrap this up. <laughs>
1: now nah, you get. You get. Okay, so I'll say mom, Quentin, Quentin, Spitta. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got. Wait, why Spitta though? Just he, he's my. Fa-
2: he's my favorite. He's been my favorite musician for ten. 12 years now. Right. straight up like I, like all his mixtapes like I've been there from when he was on Young Money the beginning of the journey everything
1: like. I always say I want to because I've been losing weight <laughs> I've been losing a lot of weight lately and <laughs> I've been saying like I just want to dress like currency for the rest of my life bro I just want to wear I just want to wear dope Fly ass baseball up, jerseys track pants, bro track pants yeah, that, OG bro shoes, the OG fucking crudex bro. he dresses comfortable he's
2: so, he's so comfortable every day so he's consistent comfortable. so consistent and
1: he just smokes doobies all day and records so and drives cars and takes me as a good dad right and a good husband Or is he, is he married? He's not married is he?
2: He's got a shorty now he baby. He's got a yeah. I, be, I be seeing a little yeah. shorty
1: With his kid yeah. I know he got a kid yeah. Anyway
2: You know what I mean Man but the fourth one Is hard to, to choose Because I got There's there's so many filmmakers I got so many I'm
1: talking about Really impacted your life though It don't even have to be like Don't get politically correct You don't have to say like
2: I, I can give you a five I can give you a, a five. five The fourth and fifth Could be flip flop But I'll say Hype Williams for sure why highway? Growing up in the '90s, watching his music videos and watching BET because 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 a lot of my work is obviously music I was influenced. Say,
1: I see. There's
2: there's and, and that also goes into the movie theater thing too. The trailers that I do mm. specifically, I used to. I have to be at the movie theater before the starts and just watch the trailer. You watch my work. There's a pace and it and it's and the way it presents itself is kind of trailer for me, right? So that all plays into you know what I'm saying, like into uh, my fucking my high no, ass. No, no, to, no, no, my no. fucking high you ass off the checkbox. Yeah, 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 the yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that all plays into the work. And fucking, um, goddamn, I'm losing my train of thought. No, no, damn, no, you were damn, saying, damn, no. Damn, 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 getting faded, nigga. First off, hold on. The weed, we, we done said out, the dude. Shout out Earl so Stevens. It's, wine. So, it's, so, it's, so it's happening. No, no,
1: no. Shout out Earl Stevens, wine, Mango Scotto. Yeah. We out here. I, I'll get Bro. the free one. That's the 18.5 tell me, alcohol. Tell me
2: what the last part.
1: You were saying you're basically, from what I was getting at it, you're letting me know that hot oh, trailers hype, play the brightness. That's why. Hype, hype Williams. Williams, Hype Williams,
2: Hype yeah. Williams. So yeah, hype. Sitting there, watching, you know, music videos in the 90s. Buster Rhymes, you know what I mean? Yeah. All the crazy fish eye, the Missy Elliott, yeah. all that shit. Yeah. If you see some of my styles now, you see all these little splashes yeah. of influence.
1: But even your photo shoots, I see it's like yeah. Hype Williams, with lots of loud colors, yes. but yet subtle shots. I don't know how you Yeah, it's subtle influences, that, bro. I
2: can't even explain it, bro. And I would say probably and that
1: fish eye lens, what's yeah. that about? Is that was that Hype Williams? Yeah,
2: Missy Elliott music videos, you know what I'm saying? If you look at all the crazy Buster Rhymes videos yeah. from the 90s and shit, it's all fish eye. And I would say probably so Hype you know and i would say that last one i would probably say dave Chappelle, mm. favorite all-time comedian unapologetic mm. fucking ruthless like how'd you hilarious about, how'd
1: you feel about his last up?
2: i love it i love it I, I i'm probably biased yeah i love all his shit i think he's hilarious it's just it's just he's just a funny nigga but what did you agree I mean, he's controversial. He's gonna say some wild, fucked up shit. I think it doesn't I get it. matter.
1: It, but I he's mean, entertainer.
2: Exactly. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and be sensitive about shit and be offended. I'm not one of those people. You're not gonna get me to be sit here and be. I smoke too much weed, bro. <laughs> I'm chilling, bro. Like honestly, yeah. and that probably fucks up a lot of my like, personal shit because I'm just like listening. No, to
1: but it. it's real shit. I'm not even trying to, to sit here
2: and argue with you, shorty. I'm trying to. I'm chilling. Yes. Like, it Doesn't matter. Like, I'm I Like just. like I like, got cool. some
1: more. Unwelcome arguments off of shit like that in my life. And so it's like, listen. I
2: understand. But yeah. So yeah. I would say that's probably my top problem. So I could, I could our- go into, I could go into, you know, honorable mentions like Stan Lee. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Fucking, I mean, even though the old, even even like Martin Scorsese, regardless of his recent com- like yeah. comments. I mean, Goodfellas, Casino, You Know Who, Raising was? Bull, or some was of the greatest. Say, mine you know, was John Singleton. Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, oh, of course, yeah, John Singleton, rest in peace. Like, yeah. it's
1: just too deep. But yeah. after watching Snowfall. Oh, bro,
2: Snowfall, so good, so good. <laughs> I can't. I'm I'm mad at myself that I started the first season, I I stopped watching it, and then I recently picked it back up a couple months ago, and I'm so mad at myself. Did you
1: finish everything?
2: Oh yeah, I'm caught up.
1: I'm done. I need I need season four already.
2: Right now, I'm I need bad. that and I, and I need Atlanta. I need season three of Atlanta back. Are
1: you a content like person? Do you watch lots of content? All the new shit that's coming out. Are you? Always, I haven't uh,
2: been able to as much lately because uh-huh. I've been so busy, but yeah, I try to keep up with as much content. So.
1: Well, one of the things I wanted to talk about with you before we get out of here. Okay. Is the Joker. Okay. Now, as a filmmaker, okay, I had to talk to you because. That was one of the darkest, sickest fucking films I've ever seen in my life. Okay. No cap. Okay. But it was dark and sick because he made the most sickest, craziest shit make sense.
2: He made it make sense. And it makes you feel fucked up that you you understand where he's coming from. Exactly. And see, that's the thing. So is that art? Yes. uh, No, I would say I enjoyed it. I really did like the movie. And I would say... I knew going in, because see, I think some people that maybe didn't like it had a certain expectation of what they maybe thought of or wanted. Yeah. I went into it knowing this was going to be a brand new interpretation of this character. Right. So, whatever was going to happen, I was like, okay, how are they going to get from th- from this point to that point? Right. And the way that they told his story, made it made sense, and the way that he got to even his at his most vicious point, Yeah. I was like, damn, like, I feel you. Like, that's fucked up, but
1: I, I damn, I feel you. The first kill when he actually murked the niggas in the subway, mm-hmm. and then he went into the bathroom and started dancing, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, it's yeah.
2: happening. It's bro. happening. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, yeah, really yeah, 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 real. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to be real. Even, Even they did a good job on the trailer preview of that because I didn't see that coming. That actually took me off guard on that part. I didn't see that coming.
1: Damn.
2: I didn't see that coming. I'm going to be real.
1: And then when he shot the. The host, mm-hmm. and then he went and it was dancing on top of the car. It was all the dancing. It, it all, it the all, improv, it all, it
2: all came full circle. It scared, and it, and because all he wanted,
1: <laughs> all he ever wanted, you see, how I'm talking about it, yeah. Because all he ever wanted was to make people happy.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So he just made millions
2: of people. And see, I understand where people were like, oh, well, this this Joker ain't how's this nigga gonna fight fight Batman, beat that nigga ass. So I'm like, nigga. Do you not think that in twenty years he can develop from where he's at, exactly. where his mental state is at now, and he can't change physically? Exactly, and you know what I mean. Because Bruce was a baby; a, he was like That's nine. What I'm saying. Give it about a fifteen-year, 20 yeah. twenty-year yeah. in between when he goes and does it. You know what I mean? Like I, I can see the realism. In- Do you think he
1: went away? do you think joker went away for that time and then like do you think he like calmed down and wasn't committing no crimes he just had his little cult and then he came back later once batman got started getting turned up and started fucking with the scarecrow nigga
2: i mean i don't know like
1: see that's where i'm like at with it i don't know how deep i can and get see, with it and
2: see i i like how they 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 can make it they can make it continue like
1: is it a joker two at? coming
2: i wouldn't guarantee it i don't know i have no clue honestly Cause, I, Cause it's not like it's part of the DC like, Todd like, Phillips like likes franchise to type. <laughs> Todd mm.
1: Phillips wants to check. You see how many hangovers he did. Yeah,
2: That's that is true.
1: <laughs> He's not. That tripping. is true. That is true. You saw how many hangovers he did. It's yeah. gonna be Joker five, the Return of
2: Bruce. I mean, we'll see. I mean, if it's good, <laughs> if it's a good movie, shit, I'll watch it.
1: Nah, man, but um, honestly, I just like how it was shot. I love the music, and yeah. even with Quentin Tarantino, oh, I soundtrack love- game crazy soundtrack. And I think that has a lot to do with film. Yeah, Is music and film come hand in hand. Bro. That's how even I learned lots about music is from watching movies and learning like, oh my God, okay, this gave me a feeling listening to it. Yeah. Hearing about minor and major tones yeah. and learning about that with
2: music. Absolutely. Do
1: you, do you think that goes in the hand in hand when you edit your film?
2: Absolutely, bro. The audio is essentially my catalyst for how I catapult the whole footage. You know what I mean? That means right. so much. And I gotta even like say a a quick little shout out to my boy Cardo.
1: Mm, Like shout out Cardo, shout
2: out Cardo. He was one of the first cats. He I met him through Mikey. We was at the studio, and he was like Mars. When you shoot your movie, hit me up, bro. I want to be on that soundtrack. I mean, little little gems like that. Right in the back pocket, that I'm like, bro, like it's fucking crazy. It still blows my mind, but well, I'm people like,
1: but I don't know. We're talking about Cardo got wings, Cardo got wings, Cardo producer, got wings producer with Cushion Orange Juice, yeah, with, I mean, GZ, he did all that, all,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Shout out to big homie Cardo, man, that's the homie. Um, and like little shit like that, that I'm just like, man, like all the that come up that's come up so far on the journey, like it's gonna it eventually come tenfold. I mean, I'm still at the beginning. Right. Realistically, this is still the beginning. And I, I'm looking at this next phase coming into my 30s. So what's
1: next coming up for, for Flight Life Mars, man? Yeah, man. Um, what is Flight Life, by the way? If you want to break it down real quick, and then what's next coming up?
2: Flight Life. I mean, a, a Flight Life essentially is a combination of a bunch of different things. I mean, sure. it, being fly, catching flights, traveling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right, right. Just that whole, you know, you know just and that whole... That whole essence, that whole essence and being fly, catching flights, you know what I'm saying? Like essentially, you know
1: what I mean? And this is like your company and this is yeah, what your, this your is brand, brand. You're this is still.
2: Yeah, this is my brand. Cause I've been seeing my it
1: my whole life. I love this. So yeah, shout this out, man. I appreciate Real you, talk, man. man. I
2: appreciate it, man. Yeah, man, people have been really showing love, man. It's been, it's been solid, man. And I haven't had to make changes to it and it's been, it's been solid. People have been, people have been fucking with it. And I appreciate the people across LA, IE, Victorville, Bakersfield, and right. New York, Miami, right, ev- Texas, Seattle, <laughs> everywhere, Chicago, everybody that has like been supportive and right. just fucking with me and showing love, like I can't even I can't begin to say thank you to everyone. It's just been just it just shows me love and dash me up when they see me and shit. like I said, everybody knows you can approach me. I'm just chilling. Right, I'm chilling, bro. So if anything, I'm-, I'm probably more nervous to approach y'all. <laughs> So for real,
1: I love your humbleness, man. Yeah, man that's to. so great, and that's how I know you're you're driven by a different kind of spirit. Yeah, that's different. That's not. That's not like spiteful. That's not looking just for you. You're pushing a movement. Yeah, and absolutely. that's why you're gonna be great. And I and I, I, and I do
2: up. use my past honestly as as as, as a as a push. As, as, I, I, I I tweet often. I'm like, yo. Sometimes that chip on your shoulder can help push you to that next level. Right. You know what I mean. Somebody that doubted you or. Chick that left you or mm-hmm. you know what I mean, niggas that tried to play you or was on some other shit and they, they wasn't down with it like that. Sometimes that that energy was like, all right, well fuck it then. I'm gonna show you what's up. Sometimes that that energy can help push you to that next that next phase. Right. So
1: So what's next? So what's, what's next, man? What's the um, next phase? Man, continue con-
2: continuing to network, continuing to build the brand, uh t- continuing to you know build the bag, you know what I mean? <laughs> I love in, it. In, invest in the in the company. Um and essentially I want to start uh maybe doing the film thing. You know, I've been I've been holding back really to take the next thing creatively into films. Yeah. But I've been, you know, still networking with all different clients and a bunch of different things. But yeah. I, I definitely want to start maybe build my own projects. The one thing I want to start to write and get into, you know, expanding the next creative phase of the film work. You know what I mean? Right. And and more collaboration too. I do a lot of in house shit, but I want to yeah. start to collaborate. Well,
1: I know I definitely want to work with you with some shit, man. Yeah, I sure. got some shit I want to work and I need some pictures too. I got you.
2: I, and need I Actually, some yeah, I want to I want to bring back my little personal Flat Life Films Presents interview series, and I want to start to chop it up with cats that I know what that the I've been fuck doing. Is up. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, so you're one of the subjects that I want to have on that for, for sure. sure. You, and I, and a matter of fact, me and Reem and, and Dre have been talking about for years doing a UTB doc.
1: Hey, M- I was gonna bring what, that whatever up. Yeah, I didn't what, know if you what, wanted yeah, to bring that up Whatever,
2: like I don't know if anybody else has been working on anything for y'all, and that's cool, but I want to do something. Something specifically Trust from me. the flight life films ain't
1: nothing to it but the motherfucking so, do it and man, y'all know we all family we all family we've been family we gotta do it man but definitely man and um yeah before we get out of here what advice do you want to give to like maybe the young kid or young 18 19 20 21 25 whatever you're yeah who's maybe in the Inland Empire, maybe in Victorville, Bakersfield, Fontana, Reno Valley, San Bernardino, maybe a city outside of Los Angeles that might not be, that wants to get into photography, that likes taking pictures. I like to call them the iPhone photographers. (laughs) They're really nice, but they really want to do it, but they don't know that next step. What advice do you not only give them to get started, but then how to level up? What advice are you giving them?
2: You gotta be patient, you gotta be consistent, you got to really want to do it it's gonna take a, it's gonna it's gonna take it's gonna take a while it's gonna you gotta but you gotta be invested in the journey right you can't try to cut corners and if if the the, the long run will show you if you really want it or not you got to be in it you got to right. do it like straight up like the only thing that showed me about certain people that really wanted it is that they still here doing it mm, consistency consistency if you really want it you know the thing that taught me, the thing that I had to learn that you couldn't have learned without experience was seeing who really wanted it or not over right. time. And people phase out.
1: And do you, do, you, do you think it was a lot just pulling up to? Pulling up, just being there. Just being at yeah. all the events. Yeah. Being at I mean, thing. yeah, you gotta yeah, show your, your face, camera, network. You, the thing you yeah. always said, I love you said it even the beginning of the interview, you were like, I always have my camera with me. It's just yeah. not even normal not to have it. Yeah, it just
2: that's just how I feel, you know what I mean? So yeah, like if that's what you want to represent and that's who you want to because people know me as the guy with the camera like i'm the like people don't they, they don't know me as anything else other than mars the guy who shoots the videos right you know what i mean like and i and i love that that's my reputation you know right what I mean? and that's that's just how it's got to be you know what i mean and again consistency all plays into it and just, right just staying on staying on point and and just staying dedicated staying dedicated networking with people Expanding the brand and your vision and just you know getting people to vibe with you. You gotta be able to, you gotta be cool in the room too. You gotta be able to network with all kind of people you gotta you got you to gotta, you can't have no, you got to, you can't see all money is green and you got to fuck with, you know, you gotta be able to be chopping up with you know the corporate folks, you gotta be able to chop it up with your homies over here, you gotta be able to chop it up with You know. be versatile, you gotta be versatile in That's all it. in all avenues and, and to be able to play the game real talk man a you can't limit yourself
1: hey man well look man I appreciate you coming to the show I appreciate bro. you for having me man definitely man Much respect and um how do people where do people get your shit man uh, where do people get your stuff where can they hear see your videos see your footage buy your merch
2: okay You follow me on instagram at flight life mars um uh, I, I've been suspended off I've been suspended off Twitter what? So they, yeah, they, yeah they banned me off Twitter from some, I, I believe it's some old Travis Scott footage from years ago that they banned me for but you can find me on there at Flatlife Films or you can go to flatlifefilms.com that's my website and I gotta sure. make some updates and you can go to, and I'm about to revamp the merch coming out soon about flatlifeattire.com I'm gonna have some shit. I gotta hook you up, bro. I'm
1: about to say I need my three X, man. I, I need you. my three X. I gotta it now. We gonna get you right.
2: I'm I'm mad at myself for bullshitting on getting the UTB Taylor gang hoodies. I fucking was bullshitting. I hey, I was bro. bullshitting, bro. Hey, you I'm so what? mad at myself. I'm gonna be real. If it ever comes back, I I'm, I'm a, on it immediately.
1: You know you can hit up big bro, you know you hit my big bro Dre you hit everything.
2: I'm gonna I'm a, we'll, a, we'll figure right, it out. Bro. All right, cool. If we
1: wanna figure and it out. Those are
2: my, my boys too. So those are they 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 know me too. So if y'all listening, listen. We go politic. We go see what's good. We go politic and see what's good. I love it, man.
1: Well, man, you know, bro, appreciate you coming to the show. Definitely, man, family, family, man. It's not the first minute. We got to go into more shit next time. Absolutely, yeah. Have
2: me back. Absolutely. There's so much more to talk about, bro. I I got to talk about the the time when we shot when we went on tour with Fredo Santana. Rest in peace. Oh my god, that's a whole another even thing. With Mikey and Shorty K and all them, yeah, bro. On the end yeah, and- recipes of my boys. Right, right on, man. Hey, I'm Chicago. I'm i for Chicago. I got a lot of love in Chicago.
1: Hey, Chicago. Shout out Harold. <laughs> shout, <laughs> shout out that mild sauce. Bro. You know what time
2: there. it is. Yeah. Hey,
1: man. But anyway, man, um, for all your podcast needs, um, audio and visual, go to productiveculture.com/podcast. In the How Did You Hear About us?" section, put in Big Cali World for that special discount. Have your shit looking right, feeling good, feeling great. Also, for all your clothes swag all right reem hates when i say swag it's so funny i don't even give a fuck fuck him <laughs> i love or not uh for all your shit and peril go to utblifestyle.shop uh i believe the table game hoodies are sold out but you know we got some shit coming in the future and uh yeah man go to bigcallyworld.com uh for this podcast also arguing radio you can just click either tab available on all streaming services also youtube and uh, yeah, man, we gonna come back again, man. And uh, flight life Mars, man. Yeah, it was a good thing, man. Big Cali world, man. Feeling good for the grass, man. With the plan, I ain't card camp, but some of the ladies do call me Superman. It's your boy, Big Cali, man. Peace. Yeah.
2: Big Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra.
0: Big Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit Big Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit Big Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit Ain't nobody fresh like C Built like B, nigga strong like tree Strong like Kush, too hype like E Entourage stick so thick like sheep. First class bitch, you know all 3 seats. Got the past like free, talking free like cheap You gon' cheat, buddy Stack like cheese. That's a hundred some g's, nigga. Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit.